So uh, this is episode 251. Uh, you know, appreciate everybody who likes, subscribe, share this podcast. Like always, this is the Sneak to Sneaker Podcast. Uh, we got a special guest uh, on the line today. Uh, this is something that, like, you know, I've been trying to get to happen uh, for like a few weeks now. You know, it's been a little bit of miscommunication here and there, but I'm glad it happened. Um, I actually, you know, had one of the homies who introduced me to this program called Start, and he had sent me the link and everything, and I said, how come I never heard of this? Like, I need to talk to somebody about this. This is too much information that I feel that of all of our, a lot of our listeners and people who are into the sneaker culture in the sneakers uh, should be fully aware of. So I have on the phone right now, I got the I got Darius Billing on the line. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, how you doing, sir? So if you don't mind, you know, introducing yourself real quick, you know, your background, how you got into sneakers, how long you've been in the sneakers, um, how long you've been in the sneaker business, that is, and uh, just kind of give us, you know, the listeners a little bit of background. Yeah, well, um, name is Darius Billings. Um, been in the industry for, for 23 years, actually. Uh, started my career uh, straight out of college. I went to Howard University. Okay. Um, straight out of college, you know, my first job was at, uh, was with Nike. So was a uh, visual merchandiser in the mid Atlantic territory. So I had Philly, South Jersey, Delaware. Um, and then I, uh, moved on from Nike and went to work for AM1 basketball back when AM1 was popping. It was hot and <laughs> number two in, in, in basketball, you know, the, the mixtapes and the street ball was, you know, at parks, kids on the fence, really at the beginning of all of it. So really some fun times. And then I've been with um, my current uh, company, the athlete foot, been with them for the last 13 years. Um, and I'm the senior director of product and marketing uh, for the athlete's foot. Man, that's crazy. So you, you are the, uh, I don't know, you one of the creators of the start program as well, or? Yeah, so I, I, I am the creator of the, the start program. Um, and really how I came up with the program, it was really a year ago, um, you know, coming off the, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, all the, the, the stuff that was happening in, in America and uh, just the civil unrest and, you know, everything starts with conversation. So friends and family really got together to console each other during the time. And, you know, which a lot of black people did get together and start um, consoling and, and having that dialogue and conversation of like, how can we foster change? And, you know, through those conversations, we talked about black business and ownership. And we also talked about using your platform if you have one. Um, so I really took that conversation back and, and looked at the industry that I'm in, um, which is, you know, the sneaker industry and specifically on the retail side of it. And just knowing that this industry was built on black culture, black influence and, and black community. And it's still today and it thrives, you know, off of that. And when I look at the kind of retail landscape there's not that many black owners uh that have sneaker stores in the united states and and i'm talking about black owners that actually have relationship 
with all the major brands. You know, so your Nike, your uh, Adidas, Puma, that really has that direct relationship with those strategic brands and actually have an account with with each of those brands. Um, there's not that many African-Americans who have, you know, all the accounts, uh, the major accounts. So, you know, I kind of looked at, you know, what I did and, and, and being that the athlete's foot is the only franchise model in the sneaker space, you know, we have the ability to grow black ownership through franchising. Mm. So that's when I, you know, came up with this start program and, you know, presented it to, um, internally. And, you know, of course I, I, I knew it was going to be a, like a no brainer and, uh, be supported 100%. So, um, you know, I introduced the, the, the idea of, of what the program could be about. And of course I, I received 100% support to, to move forward with it. And, you know, so over the last really year, I've been putting all the pieces together to really build this, this program. And we launched um, towards the end of April, you know, publicly that this program is rolling out. You know, I, I when I first heard about the program and I went to the website, I watched the video and, uh, you know, I saw who was like on the board mm-hmm. and I kind of read the mission statement and, and, you know, what the goals were. And it talked about wealth and it talked about community and so forth. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I, I you know, it, it's funny that every time we talk about, you know, I talk on the podcast all the time about like, you know, how it's funny. You know, the thing that I take the most pride in about my podcast is the fact that I actually thought about it and I started it. Um, you know, growing up, you know, grew up like, you know, in college and high school and stuff on the south side of Phoenix, which is like considered the, you know, quote unquote, the bad side of town, you know, to some, not to most. And, um, you know, we always talked about like being with the homies, you know, you with the homies and you talking about how we're going to get money, you know. And I remember, you know, mm-hmm. me and my, uh, you know, me and my uncle who's close to age to me, we wanted to we talked about franchising and it was just so hard to find mm-hmm. like really clear information on the process of franchising and i also found that the verbiage used in the information that we found it honestly it sounded like it was trying to exclude those who just weren't privy and i'll be honest with you that's how it felt it felt like if you're not prepared for this you can get yourselves in trouble um so i find it great that you know uh athletes foot you know can put together something like that to better get the information out too um you know the African-American community to be able to have that opportunity. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, totally agree. And, you know, I think the the, the barriers um, that, or the three top barriers is lack of information, right. lack of resources, and, and, and lack of capital. And, you know, information is key. And that's another great thing about this program, like we provide information, information on franchising and whether or not you're able to come to through this, this program, because it really is only going to be a handful of people that, that come through the, the, the program, but we are still be able to provide some type of information and, and be a resource to those that might take this information and look at other franchises or might take this information and 
you know, think about what they want to do in the future um, from a business standpoint and really take the time, not that they have the information, to really try to understand and prepare, um, you know, for something they want to do in the future if this isn't the pathway. Um, so to me, that's the, one of the great things about the program because, like I mentioned, there's going to be just a handful of, of candidates that actually come through the program. Um, but what we're building is all these tools to help businesses and help entrepreneurs learn about, you know, being more financial literate. So I'm working with different financial institutions and some, mm. um, some, some, uh, different organizations to help train and learn and teach about these things. So when someone goes into a bank, you know, for a loan, they're already prepared and knows what these financial institutions are looking for. So it's not only about growing, you know, black entrepreneurs and, and bringing on new black franchisees. It's also about educating, educating our community, educating, you know, uh, black and brown entrepreneurs that, Hey, this is what you need to do to be prepared. You know, whether you, you know, are able to go through and become a franchisee of the athlete's foot, um, or not, but we, we do want to still provide some type of resource and be a resource for, for those who are seeking, you know, knowledge. Yeah. I, uh, I found it interesting. You know, I, like I said, I like watched the video and, you know, talking to, you know, somebody who's kind of close, you know, with you guys, um, within that company um he had talked to me about uh mm -hmm. i think the isom i believe or isom 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 yeah, yeah and i uh i found the yeah. fact that you know the uh amount of stores that he owned i mean I, I thought it was extremely motivating you know and you know from the outside looking in you know you find yourself like asking like you know how difficult it is through that process and you know what are the ways that you know, you guys do make it easier uh, for it to possibly become a reality. You know, one thing is, you know, like you said, to build that wealth, you know, that future entrepreneur um, to have that opportunity. So, like, what could they expect, you know, getting into the program or just um, once they go to the website, which is, you know, start S-T-A-A-R-T dot U-S um, to get the information? You know, what could they expect right off the bat in order to get started? So right off the bat, once they, you know, um, inquire and, and fill out the, the form, it's really just, you know, name and email address. Um, they will, they'll receive a, an email uh, from a colleague that has just the normal franchise application and also just some qualitative criteria um, for now. And <clears throat> so they re will receive that and then... Um, so at that point we are still kind of vetting out, you know, the applicants cause we have already hundreds <laughs> of, um, people that inquired and we are starting to receive a lot more applications. So right now it's one of those things that we're still kind of working through like vetting out the, the applications, but we'll be in touch with, with everybody um, and inform them of what those next steps are. Um, but one of the things that 
when we talk about generational wealth. In franchising, I always say, if you open one store, you bought yourself a job. It's a great job, you can make a great living, but you're the, you're the manager. You're not sitting back chilling and you know, you're the store manager, you're the owner operator, um, but you bought yourself a good job. But to build that generational wealth, you need multiple doors. And that's why this, this program, um, <coughs> excuse me, that's why this program really is, is built for multiple store owners. So you already got to have that mindset coming into this thing that, hey, I want to be a multi-store owner. And I have the business acumen um, and the experience to do that. Plus, one of the big things for us is being connected and tied to that community where you are going to have stores. Um, this is not something where it's, hey, I'm going to just invest and that's it. We, we want people that are a fabric of the community. I'm not saying that you necessarily have to live in those communities, right. but you have to be connected to that community to help build that. Because um, that's, what, that's what this is all about, right? It's, you know, building generational wealth, legacy, and, and, and community. So, you know, so we're looking at, you know, candidates that really have that passion and motivation and skill set to be able to own and operate multiple doors and franchising is great because you get that support not just from our office the franchisor but you get that peer-to-peer uh support as well from the day you sign your franchise agreement to the day you pass it along to your your children or just exit the business you know, we're there every step of the way. Mm. Your fellow franchisees are there every step of the way, and they always lean on each other. So it, it, it's one of those things where you're independent, you really don't have that support system. But in franchising, you do. So, you know, we thought that this would just be a, a, a great opportunity and um, a great, really, mission to build black ownership in the sneaker industry and in, in, in the retail segment. Hey, Darius, this is George. I just got here. I want to apologize to you. I appreciate you coming on the show. I had some car troubles. So, uh, hey, no problem. Came in during the yeah, middle. Hey. I appreciate it. Uh, just a quick question, and you may have covered a little bit of this with Greg already, or I may be jumping too far ahead, but I looked at the board earlier today, okay. and you have some heavy hitters on the board, man. Like, how did all that stuff come together where you were getting people from Puma and someone who was at Nike and now at DTLR's parent company? Um, talk a little bit about that. Well, well, right now, and we're still growing the, the advisory council. Um, so all of it is through relationships. Me being in the industry for 23 years, I've worked close with a, a lot of people. And, you know, when I, you know, first presented this program, some of those people I reached out to to get their thoughts on it. And, um, you know, some, you know, are kind of, been mentors so it's one of those things i've been partners and 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 worked with a lot of them and i just reached out and you know uh you know as a relationship and asked i said hey you know you know about the start this is what i'm doing you know would love to have you on the advisory council and they said whatever you need for me darius i got <laughs> you you know and that's that's the great thing about relationships you yep. know and 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 
you know, when it when it's when you can call someone and, and they're just like, whatever you need, I got you, and I support you. Like that's, I mean, it, it's it's great, and that's why I always, you know, really stress the importance of having great relationships. And again, relationships come over time. Like I've been in the industry for 23 years, so I automatically didn't have, you know, all these connections and relationships. So just building that relationship base and we're going to have, you know, a lot more people uh, uh, on that advisory as well to really help, you know, push and, and make sure that we're grounded and, and push this program, you know, to the limit. That's great. Um, what uh, kind of goal did you have in mind for uh, like the number of stores or number of franchisees or franchisers or did you yeah. ever? Yes, franchisees. So honestly, right now we're looking at uh, over the course of five to seven years, um, we, we want to add 50 additional doors that are owned and operated by African-Americans. Um, and it'll probably be anywhere from five to 10, maybe 11, 12 actual franchisees or franchise ownership groups. Um, if they're, you know, if they have, you know, partners or, or, or what have you, because like I mentioned a little earlier, it's about growing that generational wealth. And it, in order to build that, build that you have to have multiple stores right we don't want 50 single store owners you know we want <laughs> right. you know 10 multi multi store owners right right you know and that's how you build build that wealth so um you know even though this this program is getting you know um it's getting out there we're getting a lot of great um response you know unfortunately you know the reality is it's only going to be, you know, five to 10, maybe 11 or 12 new, you know, franchisees or, you know, if any of them are, are like a group, you know, that'll go through this program, unfortunately, you know, for this first, you know, four, four or five years. Um, because we don't expect people to come in all of a sudden, yeah, I'm opening three stores this year. No, we want to help onboard them and then really build them up to, you know, maybe the third year they add their second and, and, and third store um, as they kind of grow. So, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those programs that the floodgates aren't just going to open and you get a store, you get a store. Right. Um, right. We're definitely going to uh, <laughs> be mindful and, 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 and critical because this is an opportunity, you know? Um, yeah, Absolutely. So we want to make the best, and, and and the people that we onboard have to be successful. So they definitely have to bring something to the table when it comes to you know passion for the industry and passion for business. Um, because we say just because you love sneakers doesn't mean you can operate a retail store. Like retail <laughs> right. stuff. Like so you, I like it, and, and you know one of my uh, actually uh, one of the guys on on that live was like. Yeah, if you have a passion for sneakers, just stay a consumer. <laughs> like stay a consumer and buy sneakers. But you you have to you have to understand retail and have some experience. Like it is tough. It is a tough business. Um 
and you have to stay on, on top of it. So um, it's not for everyone. So we want to make sure that the people we do on board are successful, you know? Yeah, you know, I mean, that kind of like, you know, kind of what you just responded with a little bit while ago kind of leaks into like my next question was like, how long does that process take from, you know, beginning to end to open up your first store uh, and become a franchisee? Um, it honestly, it can take is, you know, to really build out a store. You can build out a store in, I say, eight weeks, depending on, you know, if you have if you you have a, a good clean shell, you don't have to do much, you know, um, construction work. Just really building out based on our our store design, um, you know, permitting. That that's the longest part is to build out and you know, permitting and all of that stuff. Um, if you can get through that, you know, onboarding is, is fairly easy and, and simple. What takes time is is your build out and working with your landlords and the city on permits and stuff like that. But in retail, we are in the futures business. So we buy six months in advance. So we see product and purchase product six months prior. So we've already bought for spring of 22 which is January, February, March product. Oh, so wow. we've already that this, we just ended our, our, our sales meeting this this week is the our um, we'll probably have I think all of our brands in by the by actually next week we'll have all the brands orders in from a future standpoint so we want to open people with fresh goods. And so you're already so ordering for the new at, stores too, so. is what you're saying? No, huh? Oh, gotcha. No, okay, sorry. No, because it's yeah, the franchisees order. So oh, gotcha. Um, okay. okay. So all of our yeah, so we've already um, worked that. So right now, um, it's looking at bringing on anybody new. We'll, we'll bring them on, but. Opening their first store will look like summer of 22 is opening the first stores, which is oh, April, okay. May, June time frame. Okay. So April will be the earliest now that we would open a, a new store under the start program just because, again, we want them to start out successful, be successful. And you got to start out with fresh goods um, because there's not much inventory out there anymore in the marketplace. So, you know, there's usually what we call at once product where you can go and, you know, buy some at once product to fill. Um, but there's not much product out there anymore. So you got to start off with fresh goods that you ordered for futures and that arrives. So um, that's the earliest that we would open a new store under the program is uh, April of 22 now. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, one of the things that we always talk about on this podcast is like, you know, when we first started, it was like opening stores and like that process and stuff like that. We've always been curious about it. And, you know, from what we've mm -hmm. always understood is that, you know, when you open up a store, typically the big brands like we talked about earlier, Nike, Adidas, Puma, etc. Mm -hmm. They don't give you the, um, you know, the I guess you know, the hype product, you know, immediately yet. Would that be different with this program or would this still be like something you must grow your location first before you start getting that major, major um, product to be able to give out to the public? 
No, nah, it would be, um, it would be, it would depend on allocations and how much allocations of that hype product we get, right? Oh, okay. Um, because all brands, you know, allocate the, the hype stuff. So, you know, sometimes, you know, we have enough to go to our top 10 doors, you know, so again, it will go to those top 10 doors, but there will be opportunity. And again, most of that product will be fresh, new. Um, but when it comes to like, whether it's a, uh, like a quick strike or, but they would definitely start with retros and, and, you know, anything from, from, from Nike that's, that's allocated and stuff like that. They would definitely start out with a, with a great assortment from, you know, those brands, um, would they get like the stuff that is even limited to us where we only get, you know, maybe five to, you know, 15 stores worth. Yeah. They will have to, um, maybe off the bat, <laughs> they don't, won't get that product, right? but they have the ability to end up becoming in the top 10 or top 15 dependent, you know, um, climb the ladder. So yeah, they have to climb the ladder. Um, but, there will be opportunities and and of course they would start off with 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 really fresh goods and they will have access to most of the nike product uh you know jordan retros and and all the original stuff from adidas and puma lifestyle puma has some great stuff you know out right now and and they're really gaining a lot of traction so they'll definitely be great and in a good position it's just sometimes you know, due to our allocations, um, you might not get like everything that's that that's hot, but you'll get most of it for sure. So I only had one more question, and and my question just had to do with, and maybe Greg asked this already, and I apologize if he did, but mm-hmm. is there a requirement financially or like from an educational standpoint on the? folks who you're going to pick like do they have to already be established financially as a business owner and something else or do they have to have a degree or how are you choosing the uh... yeah yeah from from you know that's that's a great question and it, it, it's going to really depend um on different circumstances but um from the education standpoint no it's it's not like you know you're you know, we're hiring you as an employee or something like that. So, right, right, right. You know, there's a lot of great, <laughs> great business owners that, you know, never went to college, you know. Absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, so that, the education piece is not, but, you know, what some of the things that we are looking for is um, experience, uh, either business experience, preferably retail experience. Okay. Um, you you have to, you know, and I mentioned a little earlier, you have to be connected to the community. Like, so a lot of the criteria is qualitative, but when it comes to capital, and that's another, that is one of the biggest barriers, you know, for black entrepreneurs is access to to capital. Um, I'm working with financial institutions to really make that barrier a little easier. So I've been I've been meeting with a few financial institutions to talk to them about this program to see if they have, you know, programs, you know, through SBA or what have you that they actually lend to black entrepreneurs and try to grow that, which right now a lot of them do. So now it's really just 
um, really just creating that pathway because at the end of the day, it's between the potential candidate and the financial institution. We can't get involved in that, but I do want to get involved ahead of time and let them know, hey, this is what we're doing. This is the athlete's foot. Here's our, you know, in franchising, each franchise has what you call a franchise disclosure document, which is, we call it the FDD, which you have to disclose everything. So we disclose financials like the median store and um, the average store sales and stuff like that. So these financial institutions kind of know what to expect when there is a new store opening. Um, so needless to say, they do have to come with, with something. And that's where, that's where Another thing that we're trying to do from an education standpoint, and a great thing when I speak with these financial institutions, they're not just about their like lending products. They're about educating, which I found like just fascinating, which I got an education like, no, we can, <laughs> we can, um, we, we can teach about cash flow management, how to, you know, how to read a P&L how to do all these things, which is like a lot of people don't know that. They just say, oh, yeah, I want to open up a store. <laughs> and then I'm going to walk into this bank and ask for a loan. But they don't have a plan. Right. You know, and the good thing is that we, we will have some tools to help them with that. So needless to say, I don't have, you know, you know, how much you have to have, you know, um, or be worth. Right. Um, but you definitely have to come to the table with something because for the most part, unless you just have, you know, that type of capital, you're going to have to, you know, go get uh, a loan. Right. And one, one of the things that we're trying to do is kind of help prepare, Hey, what does it look like when you do walk in, walk into a bank and what they expect. And the great thing is a lot of these financial institutions now are have programs for black business. And every time I present it to them, they're just trying to find ways to become a partner and really make this bigger than what it is. So we're in the infancy stages with that part. And I've just had some meetings like last week, some great meetings. So we will be able to help out some of those that might not have enough, but um, really have something that then they can show. Um, to these financial institutions that, you know, they definitely have some collateral to be able to receive a, most likely an SBA loan or something like that. Okay. Yeah, you know, one of the things that, you know, like you said, you mentioned is like, you know, somebody who is connected, you know, to the community. And when I had mm -hmm. first found out about the program, you know, I thought about a lot of people that we follow on social media, a lot of people that follow us. You know, we've had a lot of guests on this podcast mm -hmm. who are heavy um, influencers, you know, if you will, you know, on social media. Um, they sell mm -hmm. their own products, they create hats, clothing, etc. And they have, you know, done some things here mm -hmm. and there. Um, do you foresee uh, at any point, maybe the start program reaching out, you know, to some of these social media, quote unquote, influencers, and uh, seeing if this is something that they'd be interested in? Yeah, it's, it's crazy, because the the pipeline of people who are interested in opening franchise we we don't have an issue with that we have like but as we 
keep getting more and more exposure. There's more and more people that just want to come and be a part of this this program. And the one thing that I love is, is the ripple effect of, of this program. So when I first thought about the START program and, you know, went ahead and, and, and started to roll out and, and put together the pieces, the first thing I did was hire a, a PR professional, um, Segala Winbush and, and Winbush Consulting, black female entrepreneur. She brought on Tantrum Agency from a creative agency standpoint, black creative agency here in Atlanta. That, that video that you guys saw on start.us, that was produced and edited by black production house here in Atlanta. Um, the the start.us is managed and hosted by a black web management company. Um, we held our first panel at RCI, which is Russell Center of Innovation and, and, and Entrepreneurship, which is the largest kind of black incubator for um, black entrepreneurs here in Atlanta. It's a place that, you know, they can go. Um, so that's what I love about this program is, is supporting all these other businesses and all these businesses coming together to help build this, this program. And as we keep getting exposure, there's more and more organizations and companies coming out the woodwork just to be a part of this and want to support in any way possible. Um, because a lot of it, again, is about, you know, education. And we're going to have more panel discussions. Um, we're actually working with Tantrum Agency on a, a curriculum in Charlotte for the Charlotte and the Charlotte Mecklenburg uh, public school system in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, that's one of their uh, accounts. And they want us to work with them to create a curriculum on sports and, and retail. So we're going to be in the high schools kind of teaching um, about this industry. Um, so all that stuff really excites me just as much as, you know, adding, you know, new black entrepreneurs as franchisees, all this other things and, and, the, and the ripple effect. That's what excites me a lot as, as well. So just super excited to, to have all this things come together. I couldn't imagine all everything that, you know, start can be um, and all the different arms reaching. And then we, when we talk about, you know, onboarding and, and, and having new black franchisees and when they build out the store, you have to have a general contractor. You have to have an architect. Um, my colleague who does all our store designs, she's a black female. Um, so you're already getting your store designed by a black female, but she will also help work with the general contractor. So we are, are, you know, getting a list of black general contractors. You don't have to use them. You can go with whoever you want, but we want to have that access, black architect firms. So there's all these different things that, that we're doing to, to build not just that person that's onboarding as a franchisee, but all these different aspects and businesses uh, around it. So 
that, that that's super exciting as well. Yeah, like when I one other thing too, just real quick before I let you go, you know, there are so many, you know, uh, black and brown women that I could think of right now who that I know personally who are currently either trying to get in mm-hmm. with the, those big brands or they currently work for, yeah. you know, uh, local retail sneaker shops and have been doing it for a really long time. And I'm talking like some really yeah. cool in the community uh, women, you know, who um, a lot of these women still feel underrepresented, uh, underrepresented in the sneaker community. And here in the program and everything that you're building and kind of going with, it sounds like it could be a possible great uh, opportunity for them to explore, to, to build their own representation um, in the sneaker community. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that is part of this mission. And you, you, I mean, you are totally right. Um, there is only one African female that has a African-American female that has a, a sneaker store that has an account with the major brands, one in all the, the United States. So we are definitely making an intentional effort to recruit female entrepreneurs that want to get into this industry and, and be in this game. Cause like you said, there's a lot out there and to really know that there's only one African-American female that has one, a single, you know, sneaker store right. in all the United States that has a, a, a direct relationship with all the brands. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And this program, we, we're, we're, we definitely looking to add more uh, women of color uh, as, as retail owners within this industry. What? And I, I want to say, what store is it? It's not Amanier, is it? Because I saw something on Nike, like sneakers app, yeah. where they were interviewing someone, no. and it was a black female who worked. Maybe she wasn't the owner, but she was like one of the top people who worked with the brand or worked at the store. I don't know. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm, I'm just no, thinking it, based it, off of. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No ownership standpoint. There's one. Her name's Jennifer Ford. She owns uh, premium goods in, in Houston, Texas. Oh, is that who it was on Sneakers that, app? Okay, that maybe that's who it was. Okay, yeah, okay. Ruby was talking to me about her as well, okay. I believe. Because I thought they interviewed her. Or she was on like a video yeah. on Sneakers app recently. Yeah, I, I've seen her recently do some stuff. Okay, okay, that's what's up. I didn't yeah, know she was yeah, older. She, she, yeah, definitely more. Yeah, so I, I've spoken to her a few times as, as, as well. Just you know, her being you know the only one and, and just the, the amount of knowledge and um, that she has and, and that she can share with, with, with other females is, is kind of invaluable as well. So I have spoken to, to her um, as, as well. That'd be good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for the program. And, you know, like I said, I, I appreciate you coming on here, talking to us about it and making time for us. I'm glad we are able to make this happen. It was supposed to happen a while ago, but like I said, it was a yeah. little bit of miscommunication. Yeah. But uh, one last yeah. question real quick yeah. because... Darius also sounds very busy, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure nah. he's very busy. No, nah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, it's, 
you know, it, it's nighttime. I'm, I'm, well, I'm let, good. Over let here. me say this before Greg finishes it because this is the same thing I tell all the guests we have on the yeah. show. If you're in Phoenix and you're here during the week, we'll change our schedule to record with you if you want to record in the studio. And we always invite people to come have like a beverage. I don't know if you would have a social beer. Yeah. I don't mean take shots and all that kind of stuff, Man. but <laughs> you know, get a beer or whatever and watch a game. We always invite people to do that. So. Man, I'll make a special trip just to do that. Yeah, man, that'd <laughs> sure. be but like George always does, we always ask our listeners before we let them go, and typically George is the one that asks us, but our listeners would be, you know, quite bothered if we didn't oh, ask yeah. you, you know, <laughs> what you currently rocking right now or what you've been looking for, what kind of got you personally into sneakers. What got me into sneakers, um, well, I always grew up playing sports. So I had that, but what got me into the fashion side of it, right, and was the AJ three black cement back in 1988. Okay, and I've told this story. It was because I grew up in a in a in a rural area. We really didn't have any sneaker stores. I had to buy my sneakers from from East Bay Magazine. <laughs> um, and whenever a new issue came out, I was, that's that's how I knew what what was coming out and everything. Right. So. Um, in, Yo MTV Raps was out, and it was KRS One, um, and it was Boogie Down Production, My Philosophy uh, video. And KRS One gets out the Jeep at the beginning, and he has these sneakers on. I'm like, Yo, what are those? Because they have no <laughs> swoosh on the side or nothing. And then all of a sudden, they did pan in one scene to the back, and it had that Nike Air on the back. Mm. Sure enough, I was just waiting for that East Bay magazine to come in the mail. <laughs> sure enough, those AJ3s was in there. So <laughs> begged my dad to uh, get me those. And, you know, back then, it was like mail order or something. I don't know how. I guess you had to send a money order in or, or something to get these shoes because there's no credit card or right. none yeah. of that stuff. So uh, I ended up getting them. But that's what got me from, you know, from sports to, to fashion. Uh, for rocking the shoes was those uh, AJ3s back in, in 1988. Um, but currently, currently, um, I, you know, I, I give a lot of shoes away. Mm. Um, so I don't have as many as people would think. I do have a lot, but I don't have as many as people would think. Right. Um, but currently I've been rocking some, um, some space hippies you know, with Nike's hope, mm. move to zero, you know, lightweight, cool, comfortable, you right. know, sustainable. Uh been rocking those. Um AJ one mids, like whichever ones, like <laughs> I have a, uh or, or AJ one uh high OGs actually. Um I got like the the black and gold patent. Right. You know, I love rocking those every now and then. Um you know one of the ones I brought out that I haven't worn in a while was the De La Soul Dunks. Um, mm. And every time I rock those people, they like just kind of go crazy and they've been out. <laughs> it, it's crazy how when you rock something, like people just think that's the first time they've ever seen it. Um, but those, um, I always stay kind of classic, you know. Um, you know, I rock Stan Smith uh, right now. Um, I do have the the Yeezys that that's coming out uh, this weekend, um, the mono. Oh, okay. uh, so that's that's cool. Uh, so so you rock so you rock everything. Honestly, I haven't really. 
Huh? So you rock everything then? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't just scream. I rock. I rock everything. Actually, I got these, um, and I only bought them because I love gummy bears. So Puma did these uh, collab with Haribo uh, gummy bears. Oh, they did. Like, um, yeah, it's like an art. It was crazy because it was. I saw it like on. Um, I don't know what I was. It was on Hypebeats or something, and it was like available now at Puma.com and I never even heard about it from my Puma reps or nothing and I went to Puma.com and was able to get them but you go back like a few hours later they were gone so hmm. I was lucky so it, it, they're actually dumb I don't even know what they are honestly I think they're like a RS Fast or RS something I just ordered them because I thought they were dope, um, but they're still just sitting up in the box. Well, you know what? You know what's funny. You know, before we let you go, you know what's funny. Like you said about Puma, you said you saw those and you had talked to the rep and you hadn't even seen them. You know, I always say that about Puma. I said Puma has a lot of phenomenal sneakers on their website and stuff, yeah. but you just would never know it. I said, you know. I said every t every time like I'll find a Puma that I'm like oh this is cool then I'll go to the website to go look for it, and then I end up seeing a ton mm -hmm. of stuff that just goes overlooked yeah. or just isn't promoted or you know marketed enough and they have some headers out there that a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. yeah, they they don't and right now Puma's probably the fastest growing brand within our store. They just been coming correct over the last. Honestly, over the last year, right, they've been coming correct from a apparel like the head to toe, like hookup and all that stuff. They just been telling cool stories and everything, and you know it shows in the sales. Like it, it's crazy. Yo, that's what's up, man. Well, Darius, man, you know I I appreciate you coming on with us, man. Like you know I I really want people to yeah. take advantage of this. I want people to go to the website that start mm -hmm. s t a a r t dot u s. I want people to go to it. I want you to fill out the little form and get some information back. You know the 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 best thing about this is that you can get some information. I don't want anybody to think that like you sign up and it's a commitment. You know, find out about it, learn something, get some new information, <laughs> sit on it and think about it. You know, there's people out there like Darius. Um, and a great group of people that are trying to give people the opportunity to do something they have a passion for. And, you know, uh, like your friend said, you know, you know, you might want to stay a consumer if you're just, you know, sneaker wise, <laughs> you know, so do come to this correct, um, come to this correct. And I hope our podcast, you know, can encourage people to, you know, take a look at it. So, uh, Darius, if there's anything you ever need from us, you know, always let us know, man, and we can definitely help out, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate you guys. I'm definitely going to take you up on that offer of coming out to Arizona, too. So <laughs> right on. Um, I'll let you guys know when, for sure. All right, sounds good, man. We thank you for coming on. All right, All right later. All right, take it easy. You guys. All right. Later. Bye. That's dope. More. Uh, that was dope. Uh, I think more, because obviously sneakers is just one field. I mean, more programs like that need to pop up in oh, general. Yeah. You know what I mean? For like... I mean, I'm I'm not trying to take you know um, shine off the fact that it's for black folks because obviously that's what the point was. But any disenfranchised right. minorities, you know what I mean? Like right. to me, um, Man, my mic cord was barely in the thing. Oh, <laughs> he could still hear me. Though. Oh, that's fine. I forgot. I guess I could take this off. But like, you grew up in like Baltimore, D.C., L.A., Detroit, right. and I mean, you're a minority. 
there should be more programs for stuff like that. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's it's one of those things, like I said, when I first saw it, I was like, well, haven't I seen this? I haven't seen it on social media. I haven't seen it passed around, whatever. And, you know, like I said, like, I mean, the first thing I thought to my mind was like Henny Kicks. You know, you got J Tips. You got a lot of people that have like been in the sneaker, you know, worked retail, done it currently in retail right now. You know, there's a, another young lady that I've just started getting into. Uh, TJ Talks Kicks, I believe her name is. Ruby's always been trying to get back in the, the retail game, the Nike stuff like that. So this is an opportunity for people to take advantage of. Uh, like I said, we appreciate it. It's start, S-T-A-A-R-T dot U-S. So appreciate it, Darius, for coming on. This is episode 251 of the Sneak This Sneaker Podcast. George, Greg, back in the building. George, bang, I need you to do bang, me a favor. Bang, 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 I need bang, to tell bang, everybody bang. who listens to this podcast how hot it is in the state of Arizona. Today was like one of those days, like, you know, some, like your car is so hot, you get in and you get like goosebumps because the car is so hot. I felt that when I just went out the door of work to walk to the car. I didn't, because I park in covered parking now at work. So I don't get get that experience of getting in a like 130 degree car or whatever, but just walking outside, it was like oppressive heat. Fam, I don't really get bothered being outside by the heat. My thing is like my body heats up super duper fast, and when I go inside of a building, Today was weird. That's when I like when I go back in a building from being outside. That's when I get weird. Like I just my body is so overheated that I can't get back to normal correctly. It's just like I'm like. Delirious. Fam, I walked outside just like you said. I'm holding what are those flasks? What are those things? Hydro flask? Oh yeah. I'm holding it in my hand. The metal is getting hot. Like I had to switch hands. <laughs> I was like, this is out of control, no? Like, fam, I, I'm, no joke. When I get home, I'm throwing this underwear in the trash, no? Like this underwear is done. <laughs> I went to the bathroom before you got here, fam. Pull the underwear down, I smell like top ramen. I'm not even joking. No? It smells like ceviche. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> this is the, this too hot. It's a state of emergency in the state of Arizona. No? If it if it wasn't for having Darius on. I wouldn't, I would, no joke, I was like, I ain't doing a podcast today. That's how hot it was. I got in the, in the Durango, and you had said, do the cover parking. And I was like, you know, I was like, it ain't too bad. I got in the car, I'm not even joking. Like, I turned the car on now, it could just be because, you know, Durango be having some, you know, problems, but the, the navigation screen, boy, it was flickering. Boy. <laughs> it was flickering. I think it asked me, do, am I serious? Like, <laughs> I was like, this is a wrap for this. I was like, I can't handle this. You better park in cupboard. It's a completely different I experience. Say, I hate cost. the walk to the cupboard. It's I across know, the street. It's across the, well, if you jaywalk, you can just run across the street. But yes. if you go to the crosswalk, you got to go up no, and back up. No, the other crosswalk. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. By the, by the uh, guard shack. And it's like $20 more to park there. No, it's not. It's about twenty. It's Forty-seven to do that. I think it's 31 for the other one. That's $16. That's a lot. No, huh? it's not. Man. It's a month. That's a lot. Uh, That's three 16? less coffees at <laughs> Starbucks per month. That's like, like one. All the stuff I put in mine. It'd be about one. Well, you uh, George, you got any pickups, fam? I think just one. I think uh, Ambush Dunk High that came out today. What else mm. What else released since last Tuesday? Was there any sneakers releases? Nothing. I got, got release wise. I, 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 I can't even speak. I got, I'm on year three, but I think I said that last week, right? Mm-hmm. When did that come out? Last week, I think. Before the show? Yes. I still need to get my hands on one of those. I think I'm a. You know what it is? I think I'm. Do you a want trade. it or not? Because I'm gonna sell it if well, you want. Well, I mean, it. I do. I just. What am I supposed to do with it? 
Like, I've been like searching Legend, every store, uh, pick and roll, all oh, looking for nine and a half to trade <laughs> for us. I'm thinking about trading. Well, I need money. So. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I'm, well, I had like, some more eBay shenanigans because, since last week's episode. Or I don't know if it was last week when I told the story. USPS lost a package of another electronic box. So I have insurance on it, so I'm going to get the money at some point, but I would just prefer they find it and deliver it and then... So, like, you'll get the insurance of what it's worth, not for what you sold it for, right? Oh, no, I'm pretty sure it's what you, like what eBay sets it at. Like, if you oh, sell something on okay. eBay and you do insurance, they automatically market whatever the amount oh, you sold okay. it for. Oh, I always wanted that. I thought it was like if I sold it. It better be that. Oh, well... Because if it's be not, then I've had to pay for shipping. Had to, they need to reimburse me for all that stuff. Fam, that's over for eBay for me selling. Though. I can't do it. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I didn't tell you about the other thing. I sent shipped cards to stock it. I, I see the picture. You actually. Actually, cards. So I try to let's take my own advice. Ship it to StockX. The joint looked like the UPS driver fell on the box. <laughs> he actually might have. Have you ever looked in the back how of a UPS that? box? I mean, a UPS truck? Yeah. No, no, I get it's it. Out of control. But how it. is that my fault? If you, like, the StockX doesn't believe, like, I shipped it like that. Oh, they can't. No. They can't believe. believe that. That's what they believe. They can't believe that. They're going to blame Man, somebody. That joint, yeah, I know, but what? Oh. If it's the courier's fault. There's no proof. You know that courier could be like, you know oh, what? Oh, no, no, there's proof. All they got to do is be like, I mean, they should know, like, the driver ain't gonna be like, "Hey, man." No, no, I don't mean blame the the guy. Of course, but UPS is a multi-billion-dollar company. Like, you could just say, "UPS, you owe me this money back for the shipping." You should have just gave it to Don. <laughs> you should have just been like, "Hey." I don't. See, I mean, I would, but I don't see him enough. Ah, oh, fam. Them card boxes, the way you showed me those cards that came from Target in that one box, I would literally ship. Oh, yeah. I would ship a, a whatever box. So they, I, I would ship those like double, triple box. Like, it's not even a question. I tripped them doing shipping a wood box. I don't care what the, <laughs> I don't care what the shipping you know, weight is. I might, no joke, I might be a jerk and like every StockX sale I have from now on put like rock, extra rocks in there so the weight goes up so they get to pay the extra shipping cost. <laughs> yeah. I might do that just yo, to be a jerk. And to, to put it, to take my $15. Matter of fact, the rocks damage the product you put in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I ship water up. bottles. I don't care. <laughs> I they got some it, nerve. They got nerves doing that. I can't that. do it. I, I'll tell you, like, no joke. I've always, I mean, I've been on the fence from selling on eBay for a very, very long time. But just additional stories like that, I can't do it. Even when people just post on social media, like, man, look at this response. I can't do it. That it, And, I mean, I've been actually scammed and that was something different and I was stupid. But actually doing it the legit way and doing all that and still people try to find these loopholes and stuff like that, I can't do it, man. I just can't do it. Uh, but yeah, I'm a man year three. I need it. I'm thinking about maybe trading my Turbo Green because I can't find a nine and a half in a Turbo Green to trade either. And the 10 in the Turbo Green I tried it on the other day is way too big. I think that's a 10 and a half. I don't know what's <laughs> up with that Turbo Green, but that joint is so much fire. So I don't know. What else you cop? That's it? Yeah, I think, I mean, I lost on Yeezy over the weekend. I want to know if there was as many pairs. If it was the same number of pairs as yellows and I lost, okay, I get it. But if oh, it was the, the same number of pairs one. as blues and I lost, I'm going to be heated. I didn't even try for that, bro. And they're not selling for as much anyways, but, I mean, still, it would have been like an extra $100. Oh, you want to go try to keep that one? No, nah, not that one. I, I want the yellow one. I thought it looks okay. I mean, it looks very nice. Like, it's it's regular. I mean, it's a brown shoe. Uh, I copped Michigan Dunks right after the podcast. Like, the homie listens to the podcast and shout out to the homie Manny. He listened to the podcast. Actually, I got two or three people offered me um, 
Michigan Dunks, like right after the podcast, right after they listened to it. I was like, man, that's dope. The fact that like we can do the podcast, pull up, and somebody be like, yo, man, I got you. You know, if you want them, I'm like, oh, that's crazy. So shout out to the hot taker on Twitter and shout out to the homie Manny Chang. Um, I bought him off Manny Chang. I literally bought him off Manny Chang. Went on Twitter. Somebody was like, yo, I got him if you need him. And then another person on Twitter was like, yo, I got him if you need him. I'm like, man, that's dope. But I got him for a great price, which, well, in hindsight, great price. It's a dunk. But, I mean, 180. You know what I mean? Like... Now, it seems like dunks seem to be sitting around 180, 190-ish right now. I mean, in my size, the Michigans are over 200. I think they're 230, oh, okay. which isn't bad. But and now, Michigan State seem to be pretty high anywhere. They were higher than, which that doesn't make sense to me unless there's way fewer pairs because it doesn't look better than, like, on no level would Michigan State be better than a Michigan except, I guess, in basketball. Like, I mean, it's a basketball shoe, but that doesn't I think mean the Michigan mean. State might be better than nah, the Michigan. I, mean, I would rather have the Michigan though. But what's funny is the Michigan highs are more than the lows in, in my size. And some other, it might just be because they came out last year. With people know there were fewer pairs, oh, and maybe it's been six months or whatever since it released. If it, in six months, I'm sure those Michigan lows will be. Uh, I also copped. Um, and which I bought a while ago, and I completely forgot about it till I got the thing like delivered today. I copped those Reebok, ASAP NAS, CL Legacies. Remember, I sent the link to the thread. Oh, Fifty bucks, and them just is fire. I haven't seen them yet, but they got delivered today. I ordered those about two, three weeks ago. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. Them joints were like what a hundred something, and I remember I had did the raffle on. I thought you paid half price. Order. Yeah, I did the raffle on end when they were gonna drop. And I was like, I'm doing a raffle for this. I was like, think I'm like copping these. I don't care who ASAP, whoever it is. And so I took my raffle back. And then, you know, obviously, sold links, whatever, sent that joint out. $49 plus shipping. Stop it, man. Yeah, my side was sold out. Had to cop that joint. And then, even though I've only won, won one legacy. Um, and then I copped. Yeah, but it's some. It's more similar to the pleasure pleasure than the other one, I would imagine. It's a like, little bit more similar all to it. The better materials. And then I copped. Cop some hats. Of course you did. I you did. like hats with me with like cards, so I don't know why you make fun of me when you the same exact, just with a different hobby. Uh, no, you the yes. same way. You spend as much money in hats as I spend in cards. I'm trying not to spend much money now. Like, I feel like I keep doing, like, spending uh, money. eBay has all my money. So. Now, I'm in, <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm within my budget, but we didn't take, like, our cash out, which helps us better, so I've been within my budget, but, like, you know, for some odd reason, you hear 180, 190 for dunks. You'd be like, this, I take them, like, immediately. I bought the Cobalt Blacks from Rico, and then I got Yeah, but if you buy Michigans. those for 180 in six months, they'll be worth right. double, so it doesn't Which, matter. I'm not selling any of, you know, any of that stuff or whatever. No, I'm like saying, I, like, emergency purposes or whatever, right. like, in a little bit. Like, you know, got to an emergency ticket to space or something crazy. The only, uh, right? I mean, like your car <laughs> explodes and you gotta get a new car. That's kind of emergency. <laughs> yes, y'all take dunks. No, <laughs> no, you geek, you sell liquid assets. We got a room full of each have a room full of liquid assets that we can sell. Fam, I have mine ain't worth nothing. I man. have more. Yes, they are. No, they're not. I have more DS shoes worth of grip than I have in my entire life, and but it's just been from winning on sneakers and then just holding it. Like I have. Well, here, let me go down. Man, you know what you need to do? You need to go ahead and take them them, them union fours out and rock them. 
you and your four blacks are are fired. They are, but I don't know. I need no, no, a no, pair no. Of I blacks. need the two thousand dollars. I mean, I didn't spend two thousand dollars, but I need the two thousand dollars back. How much is a how much is a union black going for right now? About seven. The size twelve is nine a, and a half going for. Size twelve is like a thousand. I don't know. Thirteen is worth nothing. Shout which, out to I Josh. I shouldn't have bought that size. Shout out to Josh for giving me turbo half. green ones. Like that's my that's my main collateral asset. But here, right so now, this is this is what I have. DS <laughs> now. I, I have two pairs on my years, which aren't super high, but still you can make money off them. I got Grinches, which obviously went crazy once Nike announced they're not doing them no but more. But you ain't selling those. Not selling those. I got black and white dunks still, which in my size are high, you 340. I'm not. But I'm just saying, I'm going down the list of like stuff I have DS that like, and I probably am missing some things on the list too. I got 85 Jordan 1 high, which obviously my plan was to like sell those. Oh, yeah. So depending on what the lows come out at, I'm if I don't get them for retail, I'm, I'll am i probably sell those. I'll probably just do my original plan. So I have those. I have... Oh, that's right. What they go for? Paris St. Germain's. Oh, a yeah. PSG 4s. No, I, I'm not... This is a list of stuff I just have. I'm not saying but I'm just selling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? But this is all stuff that's DS, so that, if it was like an emergency, I could sell it. A lot of that stuff... It'd be all right selling it. The only one probably out of all that, maybe Duncan Kobe is the one I feel like is a must keep. Well, you, we can't be talking about Grinches for five years on a podcast and then we get it and we oh, yeah, sell yeah, no, it. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's not allowed. Kobe, <laughs> the Duncan, the Kobe. No. Which, by the way, I want to bring up the fact that did you know those whites were on sneakers yesterday? Because one of my rituals is literally checking sneakers the night before to see if I need to wake up earlier to go on sneakers and try for something. The Kobe's were not on sneakers Sunday night. And then when I looked yesterday, like in the evening. Oh, I didn't try. The so. Kobe's, were, it said sold out. And I was like, what? They didn't release today. I never they saw them on sneakers. Add them so. to sneakers late? Beats me. Because I never saw them on there. Even though I had said they're not on there, somebody told me that they were. I went on there, re- pulled it down, refreshed it. It wasn't on there. Updated the app. I never saw them on there. So, And I didn't even know they I'm dropped y- yesterday. So. I'm nah. a little angry about those. Yeah. And then also... Plums are still DS. I haven't worn plums yet. Syracuses are still DS. I haven't worn Syracuses yet. <laughs> What's ain't Syracuse going for like nine hundred? I mean, I'm not selling them, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, I keep, they can make up for about two PlayStations you uh, got floating around <laughs> Earth. I don't know about that, but whoo! But I'm, I'm not selling Syracuses because it was the second best dunk of the year, and the plug got it for us. So I wouldn't Fact. sell it either. Never way, sell something a plug gets you. I have. Um, What's the Jordan 1 highs that the plug got me that you hate? Because I put pink laces in them. Mm, Mochas. Mochas. I still got those DS. Fam, you got a lot of DS stuff. And you haven't worn mochas yet? You bought special laces. You bought two shades of pink. All right. To, right. to very, weigh them out. It was COVID. It was COVID. <laughs> yes. I mean, everything closes at 10 p.m. now. Where am I wearing that to? Like, what? You got to wait till stuff open, open back up and like go on vacation or something. What I don't close know. at 10 p.m.? Hey, we're open up. Me and Rosie was out of Chicago till about one. Well, that's Chicago. We live in Phoenix. Well, I mean, you said go on vacation. And most places y'all go, Rhode Island and oh, Philadelphia was closing that early. When? When did I? I mean, that was for a wedding. <laughs> Where am I going? Damn, you were standing in the middle on the of corner, nowhere. You were standing on the corner of Philadelphia wearing Reeboks. You came in wearing Mocha ones. That was the first night when we landed, and then we got we got the sandwich and went straight to Delaware. What are you talking about? Where are Mocha ones at the airport? No, I'm not wearing those to fly. Are you kidding me? Why not? Because they're uncomfortable. I wear Fam, comfortable you shoes. You sit down in a seat. You like, still got to walk around all the airports and walk to your Uber and whatever else. I, 
<laughs> I mean, like, why you think that's a travel shoe? I have no idea. It's not a travel shoe. You just got to wear these things now, especially with Jordans. The one thing about Jordans I've learned is the reason why we stopped, Same. it was hard to wear Jordans because we kept trying to, like, not wear them. If you just wear them, like, treat them like Reebok Legacies, they be good. Don't treat mochas like they Jordan 1s. Treat them like Reebok Legacies. Wear them. Crease them. Walk around. <laughs> yes. It's the best thing to do. And then the other one is... The four that you hate that he got me too, the Mocha fours. I mean, not call them Mocha fours, but <laughs> they're not even close to Mocha. You know what I mean? Them joints is like dumpster alley. Them joints is why you smoking? Uh, Tope Haze fours. Oh, Tope Haze. Are there you go. Why yeah, you smoking? Travis Scott fours. I seen. <laughs> <laughs> I seen one person grinding them. Yeah, but then the it looked better. But then they don't match. The 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 swatches don't match. Well, I mean, you got to keep going through the entire shoe. I think he was just getting started. Oh, like right. he, I don't well, think I saw what there. it was, but I, yeah. then I thought he was done. Them joints are so whack. I see somebody take a picture they're of not, the tongue. So There's don't something wrong with the tongue. Don't do that. It's like way bigger. I think it's a Jordan Five tongue on those. It's too big. They're whack. Just too, because but. the tongue on what you call it's foldable and and slimmer, don't don't do that now. That's I a regular tongue pause on a Jordan Four. Somebody want Turbo Green ones for a Union Black Four? You better not do that. You smoking up? Huh? What Turbo Green ones? Uh, uh, a Jordan Four Union that fits? The Turbo Green one fits both my feet. That Jordan oh, is gigantic. Oh, 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 all right. Now somebody give me a nine and a half Union Four, black. Why I'm taking that you Jordan. You just trade for your size in Turbo Green ones. I can't find nobody with them. <laughs> I, fam, Turbo Green what ones are weekly. Here? I can't find them. The big, the only size of Arizona I've seen at least is small sizes and a size 14. Fam, what you call it? Literally just posted pink uh, joints. Pink uh, pink Panthers yesterday, two days ago. Rico sent me the link. Like, you copping? What's the pink one you hate that I like? What? Soulflies? Whatever they are. Art bottles. Pinks? They posted those, and he said they got Yeezy 2s in, too. From one person, I think. Well, I can't get out of one of them. I understand that, but if they got that, they might have... I've already been checking. I check their stuff every single day. I get the notifications on. Yes. I get notified when they post a story. (laughs) I'm not even joking. I do. Uh, I'm just glad these ambushes are worth as much as they are because when I saw... When you get them in hand, you go reconsider. You smoking. When I was searching yesterday, fam, I need the money to pay for eBay. (laughs) eBay really got got you by the nuts. You right. (laughs) I've never said anything like that before. (laughs) You're absolutely right. They got got me in a tizzy. (laughs) Hannah tried to tell me I need a a therapist last night. Ah! (laughs) I know someone. I said I said for what? I know someone. Because we were watching uh we were watching uh, Jersey Shore and that what's her name? They said they need uh, therapy with who? the couple that got divorced or whatever I don't know we're on like episode oh, 2 of the newest season man, I don't know I ain't watched that show the one they all got married the, so I don't know the what's Staten Island dump one I don't know what's that girl's name Snooki? Angelina Angelina oh blech she got killed like the first episode of like her season or whatever that was. <laughs> so they were like, what's the name was like, Damn, you need, you need the, therapy. And Hannah was like, matter of fact, you need therapy. I was like, for what? I got to get the therapist on the pod. She got to come on. Have a chit chat. She said, I need therapy because I get angry when I open cards and don't get good cards. And because I yell. That's too else. much like playing the lottery. It really is. Like you can't. It's one thing like back, putting all though, your money fam. like in a stock and watching it. But like. Once you get the box, that's it. Like, it ain't going to do nothing else. That box is the box, and you put it down, and you got to open it. It can't change. It can't morph. You I mean, can't can go switch up. nothing. If there's something in it. No, no, no. I'm saying if you leave it. Oh, you're talking about opening uh, it. If I'm you leave it, it sealed, yeah, it can yeah, go I'm talking up. about opening it. And you open it, 
that's that. Like, well, not necessarily because if you pull something out of a player who nobody expected nothing, and then all of a sudden they go like on a superstar run for like five years, them cards, whatever hard. you have, is gonna be like. You don't You'll be going th- back through old stuff and be like, I didn't even know I had this. You don't put them in uh like them book sheets because I looked at Target yesterday for sleeves for you. All they had was the oh I got the some book Walmart uh, down the street uh, by my house got them. I went to Target get the kiss and water guns. Yeah, Target are horse and I think the swimming pool the water guns is like Target only one that I like now is Barnes and Noble because Barnes and Noble is the only one that has like baseball cards left over. Which by the way, if you go to Barnes and Noble on the west side, let me know because they I might need something. From we there. go to Barnes and Noble regularly, but we go by books. We don't go by baseball cards. Mm-hmm. So. You can buy them both. You get a discount. You got the you got the the I thing, right? The card, okay, bro. yeah. So do I. Ugh. Yeah. I got Gucci Mane book. I you can go in the morning now and camp for me. <laughs> okay. People be camping at Barney's. I think I heard about them. Someone waiting outside. Only like a half an hour. New Harry Potter. Well, come out this week. Yes, New Harry Potter. He's an adult. <laughs> no, a grand wizard. Let's see. What's a grand wizard? KKK? Yep. <laughs> Somebody, that was about to be my point. You saying the wrong stuff. <laughs> I see them freaks <laughs> on Jerry Springer. Oh, they're still on there. Jerry Springer still exists? I'm pretty sure. I hope not. And Maury and whoever else. Or I don't know. Maybe they're dead. I have no oh, idea. Come on, man. They got to be filthy rich. Like, why do that? Well, of course they are. Hey, come on. To be filthier or richer. All right. They just getting old on TV now. I mean, Maury has to <laughs> be Everyone's been getting old on TV. Look at Bob Barker. But when do you stop? <laughs> Bob Barker died. <laughs> I understand that. Oh. He, he worked almost his entire life. I don't think he had why much of a retirement. That? Now, maybe like... His life was a retirement <laughs> when you that rich and all you do is one show a day. But. Like, Pat Sajak is still on Wheel of Fortune, I think. He yeah. should retire. I mean, I don't think Pat Sajak I mean, made Trebek Wheel of Fortune. Went on all the way until he died from cancer. I don't think Alex Trebek made Jeopardy. Oh, yeah, he did. I think he did before internet, but I think, like, Jeopardy is Jeopardy. Like, it had a lot of viral moments that didn't include Alex uh, Trebek. Alex Trebek and White Man Can't Jump. That's it. Alex Trebek and White Men Can't Jump, the movie. That's what made Jeopardy. Okay. No, it didn't. Fam. It was a part of it, but it didn't make Jeopardy. That's why I said Alex Trebek <laughs> and White Men Can't Jump. Yeah, Rosie Perez, when they get on Jeopardy, did not make Jeopardy. It did not make Jeopardy. Alex Trebek and White Men Can't okay. Jump. They each have a responsibility in making that show fire. Alex Trebek, yes, not White Men Can't Jump. Really? I'm 100% serious. You think that had zero effect on people watching Jeopardy? I mean, I'm pretty sure like a lot of the, the homies was like, look at the Jeopardy. What is this? Now, it might look, but it didn't take it to the next level. Jeopardy was already at the at a peak. It was at the top tier. Your homies aren't the only people watching White Men Can't Jump. It's literally you know what I mean. White Men Can't Jump. All right. You, yes. All the white men were like, let's see. <laughs> this is true. I touched the rim the other day. What come out this week? <laughs> that movie is fire. Of course it is. They need to but make, you know what? I, it has no replay value for me. They need to make part two where they have kids and their kids like playing college together or something. And they, and they have like it. shenanigans. They ruin it. They put hot sauce in it. And nah. <laughs> yes, Grace and Boucher. They would ruin that. Uh, they professor. put hot sauce. They put uh, Kyrie Irving I as the old man. hot sauce is about 40 years old now. <laughs> I see him dribbling still. He still has some hot sauce. He was dribbling. <laughs> and Professor. It'd be Hot Sauce and Professor. It'd be Professor, yeah, professor literally. Woody he, Allen he has kid. like one of the most impressive social medias. He goes to parks and still people play people one-on-one and be watching videos. Wasn't he the one wearing that Spider-Man costume? Yeah. Up? <laughs> Man, 
That's sad. It's not sad, <laughs> but we used to be. I mean, if you can make millions off that, I can think of worse things to do than wearing Spider-Man costume to the park and so and hooping. I don't think he's out there for like ten hours. I think he's gonna like do a shoot in like two hours and and done. I used to love watching and one. I still got the DVDs at the house. I think I do too. And I got them at Foot Action. I had, like if you bought a sh- something, they gave you a DVD free. Hey, Damn, I went on release day. I knew it was releasing that foot action. I would cop volume all them joints because two and of them, beef, two beef of the DVDs, two of the cats who were on and battle rap. Like the first couple versions or whatever, they didn't travel around and like get people from different cities. They just had them cats from like East Coast and Philly and whatever, like AO and main event and whoever else. But once they started <laughs> traveling around, they AO went to California, too. and two of the people I grew up with were and one people. Uh oh, from California. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I knew so, cats from here that was on it. Yeah. So know. then, well, I was at the event when it came here that one year when yeah, when I, I told you uh, arrested man I got to sit <laughs> did that windmill <laughs> and E forty performed at halftime. <laughs> got to sit courtside. We, me and Willis, was at that one sitting like regular seat. And then this I man come every, up. I think everybody was courtside. Well, no, the like you had a seat. I understand what you're goes, saying, but like, and this man goes, "Hey, you two want to be the the winners?" We were like, "Okay." <laughs> and Willis, he said, "Like, y'all want to be the winners?" We were like, "Yeah, sure." So then he was like, took us all the way down to courtside. We were sitting at the scores table, and, it, and he was like, "Let's take a picture." And he was like, "Yeah, this is the, the Mountain Dew winners, whatever." And he was like, "That's uh, <laughs> the Didn't enter nothing. Didn't win nothing. <laughs> we had a table. We didn't get a T-shirt. We got like a free like. Coupon and go get a hot dog or something like that, you know, at the concessions or whatever. But we was like, man, it's the life. Dude. You go from right there to the scars table. <laughs> that was tight. I had the biggest throwback on of all time. I think I was wearing like I believe Moses it. Malone, St. Louis or something. <laughs> uh, what come out this week? Um, Air Jordan Four, Tory Pines Golf is coming out, which I don't understand why it's called Tory Pines because it looks like a Hornets. Colorway. I saw that and I was like, "What is that even?" I, I don't understand. Tory Smith. Tory. Let's see, fam. Jordan Four might as well just go to golf shoes. Uh, I mean, they they uh, Jordan comes out with just as many golf shoes. Well, as The it Masters does. colorway makes sense, and I don't even think what they Nike called it the Masters. I think every, people just called it the Masters. Well, you know, it would make sense if they didn't already dropped about green. eight, nine, ten pairs of golf shoes this year. <laughs> Like the golf shoe used to be like a oh that's cool thing now it's like if I go if I legit want to really super golf 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 I go buy a pair of Jordan golf shoes like I wouldn't why would I buy a regular pair of golf shoes I bought, I mean, I bought a pair of Adidas Boost golf shoes like I tried them on at the golf I was like these don't even feel like Boost I went right back to my trainers fam trust me you were life changing you were Adidas Boost out there on the course for eighteen holes that's the only way to play golf I would never ever golf in Jordans my feet be hurting by like the fourth hole. Pause. So I don't even know if that's necessary. <laughs> Bodega nine ninety V three made in USA anniversary. Well, you know what that is? Yeah, you do. Oh, that's what that is. That's Bodega. That's whack. Huh? That model is whack. <laughs> I just can't get into that model. I try my best. I've looked at it over and over. <laughs> that might best. be the best colorway I've seen. That's the one we got from kids, right? The Genesis. I think so. Yes. That's whack. I can't do it. Which the Genesis was actually kind of nice, it's but missing something. But I sold it anyways. I think it's like flavor or something. <laughs> flavor. Yes. <laughs> Bodega, only white designers made that. <laughs> it's missing some flavor. <laughs> um, Dunk Low Dusty Olive. Which If I get them, I don't think I'm keeping them, to be honest with you. Why? I just, I looked at them again on sneakers, and then I looked at my eBay account, and I was like. <laughs> you see what happens? You see what happens? You start. Yeah, but dabbling. you realize it's not my fault, though. 
I'm just saying. I try to be the. I try to give the number one customer service around, fam. I wrapped every box that I sent to StockX individually in uh, bubble wrap. Somebody still sat on the box, but that, <laughs> that using two, three boxes or whatever might not be a bad idea. I just don't want them no cast choice, to be man. like, "What's all these boxes?" Forget them, man. Hmm? Give you four stars. You still get stars on like ratings on eBay. Uh yeah. Oh, I thought you were about to say StockX. I was like, mm, no. Man, I need to check. Man. I bought some stuff off eBay, but I haven't given nobody a star in a minute. <laughs> uh, PlayStation PG Five. Nope. <laughs> has he Paul worn George them? Paul George is the... getting a bad rep, man. Paul George has been balling to me. Has he? Mm. I don't like him no more. I used to like him, but I'm just tired. I'm just tired of the Clippers. I don't. It's I'm the not, Clippers. It's the Clippers. I'm not tired of. Kawhi? I'm just tired of that it's entire Clippers. franchise. Like, it's got to the point to where I'm like, I want them to lose. Yeah, like, so I'm do like, I. Oh, yeah, I need you guys to lose. Huh? I don't Utah dislike Kawhi at all, but I think every team Paul George is on, I get tired of. But, you, I, but I don't know if I hate him. I, I'm just tired of every team he's on. Utah is trying his best to let the Jazz win. I mean, let, uh, let the Clippers win. What, they losing again tonight? No, they don't play uh, tonight. Right now, a Nets play. Oh, oh I thought Supposedly, Harden might be coming one. back. It can't so. be that bad. Well, it's 2-2 now. Since so when? They won last night, Clippers. Wait, what? Balled out, too. Balled out. Are you going to see Kawhi dunk on uh, Mans? I think, you're oh thinking my of, God. I think you're thinking of the first win. No, Clippers won last night. Kawhi bammed on uh, Favors. I'm talking entire body was on Favors' head. Yeah, Clippers won 118, Jazz 104. Mm. Hawks, oh my gosh, Sixers, I swear to God. Although the Hawks were my sleeper team. I hope everybody didn't 30 to that, 13 though. in the first quarter. What is going on? And Donovan Mitchell still at 37, man. What, what's your teammates doing? Nothing. Conley was hurt, too. Conley got some bad hamstrings. Like, so. didn't play at all? Didn't play at all. Oh, that's why. Yeah, but Ingles them still out there. It Six men of the year still out there. That's a, he, and Gobert out there. Conley is like the, like what what do you call it? The glue, engine? glue guy or whatever. Yes, the engine. Mm. There you go. When he don't play, they're whack. Yeah, but not every team the point guard matters that much. Well, because point guards aren't used correctly anymore. Like like uh, Chris Paul, Suns, matters. That's a point guard. Conley, ma- I know, but I'm He's saying Conley guard. matters. Point guard. I understand that. Other teams? Trey Young, not a point guard. You point guard out from Clippers, who no one cares. It doesn't matter. Trey Young out, uh, yeah, Atlanta sucks. But Yeah, but he's not a point guard either. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's yes, just he is. he's just cursed with his size and has no choice to be a point guard. No, no he's a point guard. No, 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 no. You watch the you're talking about Trey Young no, against no. like start the offense and pass the ball too no, and no. shoot right. What would you call Steph Curry? Steph Curry's a point guard. He's not a point guard. Either. Yes, he is. They just have no choice. Fam, when you average nine assists a game, you're a point guard. That's fine, but so if you can shoot and pass, you don't call him a point if, guard. If if Steph Curry was the wing and CP3 was the point guard, what's oh, what's Magic Johnson? Magic Johnson was uh, one, two, three, four, five, and a six. I don't count. <laughs> yes, one, two, three, four, six men off the bench too. <laughs> <laughs> he won six man of the year as a starter all season. He's so good. He subbed himself out for himself. Six man off the bench. <laughs> what else come out? Are you wilding? Huh? Um, nine ninety V one made in USA. I thought this was a collab, but they keep showing it on everything. This oh, has been on God. everything recently. Don't you own like one of those? Um? Well, it looks very familiar. Yes, it does. But I, I'm. It's. It's been on every single blog and mm, I've seen social media and whatever else. Um, shattered backboard. Um, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I mean, what does it look like? Let me see. I just want to see it. <laughs> I mean, I figured you wouldn't put that one on the list, but. <laughs> Why can't Russell Westbrook's be like one color? Like why they gotta like it's like they deliberately make those tacky. 
Like, what if they try, you know, white, you know, black? You know, what if? <laughs> That's what it'd be saying. What the, what'd he be saying? Why? Why not? Yeah, why yeah. not? Why not try black? The why not? Uh, why eight. not try blue? <laughs> I got to. You see how he dresses? Abstract art on there. That looked like um. You see Picasso. how he dresses. <laughs> got the why not AAU team out there balling in those probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeezy Boost Mono Pack comes out. Is that the one with the like new the holes and the stripes so on the side? Stupid, yeah. <sighs> I don't think any of that's new. I think it's just transparent for some reason. I just, like I think yeah. they they all look like that on the inside. You just couldn't see. Oh, it. maybe. I'm pretty sure that's, that's what kind of cool. Then uh, no, it's not. And it's why they make it that colorway again? What's that clay? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. They called it mono clay. Like, fam, the last one clay that came out was mono too. <laughs> they both mono. They, they I'm gonna get mono if I cop it. Mono. Uh, Paperboy Paris Times New Balance nine nine two Friday. All right, Friday. <sighs> They're fire, but you well, you can't say the one I got is not it's is better. fire. And these the that's fine, but you can't. Right. Fam, I'm just saying you can't call it like whack and, if you like that one. And is it Paperboy the video game? Is that what it's supposed to be? I don't think so. I think it's a a, a brand in, in Paris, oh. the Parisian Eatery. It has to be. It's called a fried egg. <laughs> I mean, which makes no. Why did they let fried egg come out first? And then is it because they would think if they let the other one come out, then it's copying fried egg and it's what's the GR? other one? The one I got. The cloud one. Yeah, Nimbus Cloud. Fam, how does a collaboration with a, a Paris eatery even? happen like what 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 does that how does that start you asking like who approaches who like the new balance (laughs) like oh that that matters approaching bodega and stuff i you know bodega like going new balance okay but who approaches a parisian yes obviously bodega makes sense thing i'm going to paris in october too undefeated undefeated dunk uh uh air force one pack the uh, the air force one is fire the dunk is whack uh, I don't think so. I mean, I'm not nah. saying the Air Force One sucks, even though I don't like Air Force One. I think the dunk is fine. On feet, is fire. <laughs> I've seen on feet, a few on feet things. But what I'm going to say is when you in 2021 and a top 10 of all time collab, <laughs> <laughs> you release it. Like, fam, we made a list and I had seven. I don't shoes. think And we, the seven was a stretch. I don't think in all these years doing this podcast, we realized how whack undefeated collaborations are. Like, that might be the No disrespect, wackest, fam. No, that might be the <laughs> wackest collection of collaboration of all time and possibly well, has the greatest collaboration of all time with the Jordan 4 possibly so um, someone who Don knows and Johnny knows well Don knows him because he used to work at StockX but Johnny knows him through cards um, and I just know him through Johnny's like live streams or whatever but I sold him an Xbox last night He's cool. Like we talked about, Is like that some, the one you lost. No, no, no. Oh. We talked about like some business ideas and stuff with cards too. But um, he worked for Undefeated, worked for StockX. I'm like, fam, how do I not? How have I not met you before? You work at all these sneaker related places, but the only reason you know Johnny is cards. Might be the guy. That's that the he was ra- most about. random. I mean, I don't want to say his name because, oh. but I think he listens to podcasts too. But it's like the most random thing ever. Like you know Don from StockX, and you know Johnny from Cards. But Don and Johnny know each other from sneakers and sneaker events and Facebook groups. What's it called? 13 Days of Separation? It's the weirdest thing. Kevin Bacon, Six Degrees of Separation. Whatever. Um, I shot where Magnus Walker, whoever that is, Whack. Dunk High SB. They okay. Oh, no. They suck. It's okay. You can say They've grown on me, but they- No, nah, don't, don't do that. Man, come on. Nets. <sighs> don't do that. Shite. 
is uh, hamstring playing tonight? Hamstring. P.J. Tucker. Ham sandwich? That's, that's what I'm talking about. These are the P.J. Tucker stats I know arguing on Twitter with somebody about P.J. Tucker. He said this was our opportunity to oh, show we really know basketball. Fan, P.J. Tucker got 29 minutes, 0 for 3 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3 points, 4 rebounds, 0 assists, 0 points. 29 minutes already? What? 29 oh, minutes. Oh, it's in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Dang, my Bucks prediction about to come true, B. Oh, my God. Harden got t- uh P.J. Tucker numbers, too. <laughs> Harden is 30. He got no hamstrings. Fam, Harden has 34 minutes, 1 for 9, 0 for 7 from threes, 7 assists, 3 points. He got no hamstrings. B, what do you want? That's done. Bucks in 12. <laughs> That's, what That's I all the way to the number. final. <laughs> Bucks in 13. Uh, Miami night, LeBronski. <sighs> I've been seeing some fire on feet picks, but it would just be just cause to buy those. It just it would just be just cause. I gotta be responsible. I got to. <laughs> I hope they sit. Like I mean, come on. I mean, based on these prices, it looks like they are. Why is there a Yeezy a slide orange? Why? What is this? Well, I haven't seen that one. Is that coming out like this week? It's, uh, it says June twenty first. Now I'm sure that's probably just that's Europe. Probably the best or looking mistake, one. But I mean, he might as well do crazy colorways, fam. What is a, a earth tone slide? Like, what? <laughs> if you think about it, like, what was the point of an earth tone slide? You What's made bone, you made bone, olive, and 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 dirt <laughs> dust. <laughs> I mean, every <laughs> no eighty dollars slides should exist, but I, I will say this: a boost slide was also like eighty or ninety dollars. So it's not like was Kanye it? is out of his realm. Oh yeah, oh, I thought they were like fifty. I think you need a code to get it down to fifty. Oh. I mean, Gucci slides cost about three hundred, yeah, and they're yeah. just Adidas slides with G's on top. One hundred percent fine. Okay, that's Gucci. No, I hate slides in that's general. It. There's a dunk that comes out on June twenty second, but that's next show. Two dunks. What actually. them? Oh, that zebra and cheetah. I don't. That's know the why. day. It's a giraffe. I don't, I don't know, know why it's a cheetah. cheetah, and I don't know why it's a zebra. There's no zebra <laughs> stripes. I thought like maybe it was like some type of weird collaboration thing. Them look like I mean, giraffe spots, but I don't. What, the giraffes? No, the other one. You want the black the one? The basic one. I think that probably had the giraffe one, I guess. Uh, Rerun got both. The giraffe be looking fire. Uh, Skate got a pair of low curries he's sling. It's a size nine, though. Yeah, but he wants an arm and a leg. I wonder if he would give you the fan price. He wants the arm and a leg. Shout out to Skate, man. Skate FaceTiming this week. I'm not going to say what he's FaceTiming for, but oh, shout out to Oh, I thought you were going to talk about it. Nah, not yet, because I don't like No, I don't there. mean, like, w- w- the result. I mean, like, who he was with. Nah. Nah. I would have, but nah. Okay. He doesn't tell me, like, you can. Then I can say, okay. <laughs> he, didn't post, he, didn't, he didn't post it, so. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I looked at his story thinking maybe it was up. But shout out to Skate, man. I mean, where was he, like, in a us, local eatery or something? Like, <laughs> like the Rose Bowl like, thing, man. That's a popular thing, man. Every second yeah. month, second Sunday of the month. I'm about to fly out there and just go. Hefner like, goes to it, too. I don't know why I keep saying that. I think I'm going to fly out that morning. I think I'm going to fly out that morning and just go straight from the airport. Don't And wear what I'm wearing to get back on the flight You keep talking about, like, big-time people and rich and stuff. That's a rich, big-time person. You going to fly JetX, too? Who? What is JetX? <laughs> uh, is that that red plane? Uh, no, it's white, but it's like a little private jet. And you get on it on the runway, right? Pretty much. Oh. I mean, it's only 100 that. bucks, so it's not like— 100 bucks. What's it built with? I ain't getting on that. What do you mean? Uh, it costs a hundred dollars to get on it. It's like a price of a regular ticket. It just you flying on a like corporate jet no, instead of a airliner. Nah, I've been watching the what? Smithsonian. You wanted channel. to pay more, I, fam. 
I'm not paying less than 200 bucks to fly somewhere. <laughs> See, I don't that's care. That's what rich people say. The fam. I've been watching the Smithsonian Channel. I've been watching Air Disasters. No, 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 no. no you got to no. stop watching that. You, you already right, panicked bro. enough. You right, because fam, I was watching this one in like uh, Taipei or something, and they was flying the plane, and the pilot was like this, frozen. Oh, that's the wrong were, website. He was like this. Uh, uh, <laughs> and they crashed through the fence, crashed through a, a rice field, and I was like, fam, I can't do this. Man. And like watching like the pilots panic, and then listen to the black box back. No, I said I gotta, I gotta stop watching this. Uh, and we're going to Paris. I gotta stop. Well, five hundred error. Try again. I guess it went out of business. That's it. <laughs> five hundred error. Try to get a hundred dollar ticket. <laughs> um, not a lot to talk about today, which is good because I do want to get out here earlier. Uh, offspring. <clears throat> Actually, you know what? Do you have anything? Yeah, it looks like that. Yeah, Williston got on that one time. I thought it was a Photoshop. So I thought like Bow Wow. So why you should? I thought like when Bow Wow did the seat. I need this seat right here. Jet. Single seat on that side, so no one's like trying to steal my armrest. A single or... seat? Nah. No, fam. There's two on one side and one on the other yeah, side. But I don't why do I want myself. the two? I don't want to sit next to somebody I don't know. I don't want to sit by myself. What because is wrong if, with if you? If it gets wild on there, I gotta grab somebody. Uh, I'm sorry. You I, grab fam, a stranger, fam. I grab it. Anybody <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> you asked Rocio. I grabbed Rocio is probably normally next to you. I grabbed this man on a plane, and when I was flying back from DC, and he was like, "Come tell you like French." I said, "Oops," and I was like, "Huh?" That's <laughs> I grab anybody, <laughs> I do not care, and I will scream. I will yell on a plane. No joke. And I've gotten better at it since I've had kids. Oh, I absolutely believe you do that. Like super high pitched scream too. Like ah! No, I go ah. I bl- ah! I- <laughs> yeah, it's like you saw a ghost. Ah! I, I, mean, you hear that? I hate. See, you know what the funny? Ah, it's a ghost scream. We ah! we've never sat in those rows um, in front of the engines, so the noises is different up there. When we came, what do you mean you've never when sat? We went to Chicago. Why have you never sat in front of the fam? I be trying to sit in the very back. What? No wonder you always shook. That's no. the worst p- experience. Man, you got your own bathroom in the back. I be back there posted up, and I be chin chat with the stewards, get some free snacks and stuff. So if you sit in the front, you have your own bathroom in the front. Nah, that, I ain't sitting that close. I don't get on plane that early. You got VIP stuff. Like I don't got I'm that. I get in like I get, uh, row five or closer. <laughs> so you get. I off. ain't never sat that close before. I, you need to. That's like, what we I'm were like I'm probably like row like maybe 11, 13. I mean, yeah, I don't mind that. That's in front of the wing. And fam, the engine, you could hear different sounds. I was like, nah, I like back sounds. Back sounds. All you hear is the like. Maybe if you take off a little weird, the the back might scrape the runway a tad no, bit. It doesn't do that. It did it before. No, no, you think it's doing that, but if it did that, the plane would crash. Nah. That's no, no. I you can look it up. I'm dead serious. Maybe it's called tail strike. You look tail strike up. It it's it results I in thought an the pilot was just showing off. Mm. <laughs> you weren't on Soul Plane, so <laughs> I made some sparks. Tail strike, you'll crash. Um, offspring crushing boxes. I don't know if it matters anymore now because they put out the longest apology I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, I, I couldn't even tell when I saw that picture that that was actually them. I just took the person who posted his word for it, so I was like, oh, "Yeah." Okay. I mean, there was no way to tell. Like, I don't know what that store looks like. It's a UK spot, fam. This I'm not going to read all of this apology, but this apology sounds like they like committed sexual assault, racism. <laughs> I was like, this is the most uh, in-depth sexual apology. Sexual assault and racism is crazy. This is together. the most in-depth <laughs> apology I've ever seen in my entire life. Look at this. I don't know if I've ever seen an IG post longer than this. Oh, yeah, we have. 
<laughs> We've seen some weird stuff. This joint says, uh, as most of you will know, we invest a lot of time in trying to things get right at Offspring, blah, blah, blah. On this journey, we continue to break new ground, blah, blah, blah. Our golden rule is to listen to the community, blah, blah, blah. On Friday, we experimented with a new way to deal with uncollected pairs of old raffles. We offer them to the community in a safe, first-come, first-serve way. One rule for all. The simple rule is one pair, one size per box, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it says no box was to ensure that the item was available, ready to wear and cannot be returned. This was explained to all. Some, you know, didn't like it, took the value away. So they didn't buy it. Uh, we won't do it again. We accept first come, first serve high heat products. Okay. High heat. Relax. I, I feel like you can do they no crush all the ambush boxes. Turn. I feel like you can do no returns without. Crushing them. See, so they lying. You just say they did that so no people. Returns for they did sale. that so nobody sent them to StockX and stuff. They lying. They was like, oh, we just didn't want them to. No, you don't. Like, Foot Locker doesn't take returns on high heat. High heat. I mean, send high heat. Well, so <laughs> I kind of feel like high eliminating. Heat is a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of feel like eliminating like a reseller is never going to happen. Never. You can eliminate. Like, for example, Target. I know I always talk about cards when I have an example like this, but Target stopped selling them in stores. Now they put them online, and they increased the limit from 3 to 10. So basically, Target went backwards in terms of allowing, like, the limit on, like, when you buy, like, a box oh, of cards. you can buy 10? Yes, you can buy oh, 10 now. That's crazy. So Target went, like, backwards to where it's, like, more bot-friendly now. Or I talked to Bluff, and he said he thinks they're just testing something. But to me, it seems like they're doing that on purpose. Like, I did a lot of research about it, and people are speculating that because Target does free shipping, it's cheaper if they ship you 10 than if they ship, like, one to him, 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 three to him, two to him, one to him. Too bad they ship. So it's just easy. The worst of all time. Oh, yeah, their shipping is trash. But if you get 10 and they have 1,000, for example, you only got to ship 100 boxes instead of you limit one, a thousand boxes. So they save money on all that shipping. Yeah, but are they getting more free. cards? What do you mean? I mean, like, if you're giving 10 away to one person, like, do you got more product now? Well, too? so from what, just don't matter from what I understand, none of the star, none of the stores got shipped product after that first week. Like, the first week when they made the decision, obviously certain things were already in the logistics process right. of going to the store. Some stores, I think, had the decision of whether they lock it up in the store or ship it back or sell it just to get rid of it. Every That's the problem with Target is, like, every store does something different. It's weird. But the example, you know, is, like, how they haven't necessarily been able to cut out resellers is because they increased the limit to let more people buy. Like, you know, not let more people buy it, let people buy more than one. But with sneakers, you like... Solving a bot problem is easy. You just release it in store, but you can do a raffle or you can do um, limit one or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the having someone resell the shoe isn't the issue if they win it fair and square. I think the problem that most people have is like when they see someone with 100 pairs, that's the issue. You know what I mean? It's not like offspring having 50 pairs or something and one person, 50 people get one each. How can anyone complain about that? I mean... Even if the person resells the shoe, who... See, that was my thing. That's with the, stupid. Well, that's my thing. Now, with, if you know someone has 10, that's a different story. But, like, that's my thing with, like, this and cards. So, like, 
I just, in my mind, I'm just like, you just can't beat a resale market, period. Because honestly, if I was StockX or Gold or any of this stuff, the pairs that I get would be like, hey, these are from Offspring. They destroyed the box. Like, if another store was like, oh, they... Oh, you're saying the resale w- yeah, website like make an exception for they would just make it. an exception for certain things. Like, now for cars, maybe a little bit different because... You don't know if anything inside is destroyed, I guess. Yeah, you can't cut the cellophane off because if you do that, then no one would buy it. But I feel like at a lower price, something, somebody would buy a damaged box of cards. Like that one that you sent the picture of that they said was damaged, that was, it was a pretty significant, but it was like minimal compared to like that other stuff you sent. Them joints was actual accordion. They were <laughs> flapjacks. So like, that's why I'm thinking to myself like, okay. If that oh, you talking about my box versus yeah, yeah, yeah. versus that Because one. Yeah, like, yeah. if your box was like going for 200, but like this one smashed 125, I feel like these reseller markets are going to do that eventually. Like you're going to, why pass up the opportunity of money? That, that would just be considered like your clearance rack of resale. Like, which is probably a good idea. Like your clearance section of resale. Now GOAT well, kind of does By the that. way, they- Does GOAT sell cards? No. Okay. Someone has said that StockX does sell the returns to their employees. Wait, they don't send them back to you? Uh no, the returns. Like if you send it to not the damage cards, they send the damage cards back to me. Okay. But if someone returns it, they put it oh, like in oh. their employee store. Oh okay. Well, that's how that works. They don't give it. Oh, I guess so. I guess that makes any sense. Makes sense. See, I would just. Yeah. And it's discounted, so like the employees can right. get some fire stuff. Look, which go for them. But. Reseller places, they gonna figure it out. So it is what it is. Outspring, I mean, you're goofy. Any of that stuff is just goofy. But like, you know what? Like I said, you gonna resell it, resell it. If I just got the shoe in my hand and it's an ambush and I got an Outspring receipt, okay, without the box, four hundred with. I mean, with the box, four hundred. Without the box, with three fifty, like. What are you doing? You can sell on Goat with replacement box. You can't on StockX. So, uh, yeah, there's ways around it. You can sell on eBay like that. eBay's still going to, I would imagine, going to do the verification, but you don't need a box for that. So, you know what's funny is is that, like, when we talked to Don about authenticating at StockX, he said some of the shoes are so good you couldn't tell, but it's the box that gives it away, (laughs) which is why I'm like, well, that could be an issue if, like, some of the shoes, the replicas or whatever are so good that they can't identify the shoe, but the box would have been the key, that might be an issue, but I don't know. To me, yeah. honestly, if what is happening with cards, if a card is in a box possibly worth up to even 500 bucks, I think I'd take that risk in buying the damaged box. Like, I just don't see... Depends how damaged I mean, how it is, damaged. but yes. Now, in the type of boxes, so like that, so just for people listening, people always be like, yo, you guys be talking about stuff that you don't describe. George just showed me a picture we was at lunch on Friday of like a, a package from Target of like, like 10 boxes in there. Yeah. I mean, the entire box like got ran over by a car. <laughs> now, some of the boxes were like, Smash There's probably some stuff horizontal that's and in some there. was smashed yeah. vertically. Yeah. And then vertical smash ones? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> All them cards are they're bent. <laughs> bent yes. is an understatement. They might be cut in half. But the <laughs> but the other ones inside I that would have took that risk. Yeah, if you got ten boxes in there, inside there, there's gonna be some stuff that's worth it, especially when you get your original money back from Target and you get to keep the stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's the benefit of it. You get to keep it, then that there's a benefit of that. But yeah, what in regards to the story with who was it? Offspring? Offspring. Uh, you just don't need to do that because who cares if someone resells it? 
like I said, it's not like you, no one's allowed to go in there and buy 10. That would be a problem to me. Right. But if you do one per customer, r- regardless if you do a raffle or an online sign-up or whatever all these companies are doing now to be creative, as long as everyone only gets one and you can like verify they only got one, why would anyone ever complain? That's It's still fair. Even if the person resells it, they're only getting one. They're just trying to be sneaker community I mean, heroes. That was like, the biggest, <laughs> that's that's that the biggest complaint in the card community is like Target and Walmart and all these other ones don't have limits. So someone can clear the entire stock out where like the fourth person in line gets nothing. If they just did one per customer, there would never be fights or shootings or anyone. No one would ever complain. It's the same thing with sneakers. Sneakers has figured out how to do the hype releases. I just That's the thing can't. that none of these other industries have figured out. I just don't understand why a Target then were doing oh, that in the, the first place. What? No, no, no. Not on this topic. Just uh, something that came to my mind. Uh, what I else? mean, they they had to figure a way out to do it because they've had cards on their shelves for 25 years. Now, I mean, like, if you... I mean, I guess, like, go back through the line, I guess. I yeah, just yeah. find it There's to be, like... There's a lot of stores like, that do that. You get one, you get back in the end of the line. That makes the most sense. We okay. did that with sneakers. Why yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah. you? Now, see, here's the thing. Don asked me, like, if I went to a store and there was no limit, would I clear it out or would I just take what I want and leave? If there's no one else behind me and no one's at the store, I'm going to clear it out. Because guess what? The next person who comes is going to do the same thing. But if there's a line of 10 people behind me, I'm not going to clear it out while all them people watch. I'm going to make sure that that stuff is fair. Well, in cards, it won't, though. That's the thing. You ask Johnny, he said there's like an etiquette that's known. Like if you get there at like 6 a.m. and the next person will show up till 8 and it's a store that allows you to take the whole stock – He'll. He said, "There's etiquette. They'll be like, fam, we've been here waiting two hours longer than you. We're taking everything." I mean, how is that etiquette? Like, what's the etiquette in that? That's no etiquette. That means the person that got there at eight can't fight. Like, there is absolutely no way. I don't well, care. I'm who. not fighting anyone over cards, but yeah, I mean, I'm not fighting anyone over a card, but I will fight over somebody who thinks that's etiquette. Like, there will be certain things. Now, I, look, I get the cards regardless. But if you gonna explain to me like, <laughs> sorry, Bucko, like I know they got fifty. <laughs> And I've never gone to a Walmart here. in the morning, but that's what I. That's now, how I understand it. There's no, then no, 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 no. That's impossible. That's how it works. If I got, I don't care if I got there. No way. I mean, I guess then that's Walmart's fault. There is absolutely no. Oh way. no! Of course, it's Walmart's fault. They, like I said, Target had it figured out where you just allow someone to give one and leave, and they're done. Or you can do one, get back in line. So, anyways, to my point about one, get back in line. You know, it was like um, House of Hoops did with the Galaxy release. Or Band 1. We didn't know they were doing that when all those people were camping that entire week for Galaxy Foams and whatever else. We didn't go because we thought they got one of each. Right. But what when we found out later, you you could get the Galaxy Foam and get back in line. So some people ended up with the whole pack. So we would have got something. KD, Kobe, or whatever if we would have been 30th in line and not had to camp all week. We could have went for one hour ahead of release. So that makes the most sense for card release because everyone gets one thing at least you might get two three four everyone's happy no one's complaining but like i said like if i'm first in line and there's 10 people there i'm gonna make sure that everyone gets something like one like the you know if there's 10 of this box and there's 10 of us everyone's getting one or and if anyone behind me disagrees like the second person in line says if you take one i'm taking the rest no no i'll take it all and then i'll distribute to everyone except you oh well, you an actual hero. That's how I am. <laughs> but I mean, if, I would do that too. But if no one's there, then I'm taking it all because the next person who comes is going to do the same thing. Like yesterday, for example, I went to 
Um, it was funny. Like, this is a uh, first time I've ever seen this happen, but just how cards are, it's hilarious. So I went to a certain store. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to necessarily blow the spot up. I enjoy going to get cards every once in a while. Went in. There was three Bowman or two Bowman Mega Boxes and three Bowman Blasters on the shelf. I got my two Bowman Mega Boxes left, and there was also eight of a football cards, Chronicle hangers there. I don't care for Chronicle hangers. I think it's a little overpriced, but I know Don always likes to get retail stuff. Picked those two Bowman Mega Boxes up, literally texting Don. These four kids run up, and there was eight hangers there. The four kids run up. They're with their parents. The kids grab all eight. And you did what? I did nothing. They're kids. I don't care. But it was hilarious. What type of kids? Like they're probably teenagers? Like, they're probably like eight to ten. Okay. But they're with their parents or whatever. And it was just funny because as I'm texting Don, do you want this football cards? Kids run up and grab everything and are like debating with their mom like, yo, can I get these? And she was like, why do you need all of them? And he was like, I've never opened this. It is the like hottest new product. And it was the funniest situation where I've ever were seen. You at? Even Scottsdale? I, like I said I can't in Scottsdale, but I can't say mm. where it is because I'm not gonna ruin Just my the dialogue. I can a lot tell of people already know this place exists, so it's not like it's a super secret. But why you need these, son? Because I want a mom. But Scottsdale. The mom, yeah, the mom was like, "Why do you need all of them?" Now there was four kids, so like, if there's eight hangers, they each get two. Whatever, I'm not complaining. But, like, it was funny that I was texting Don, do you want these? And as I'm texting Why him. Why didn't you just grab them off the shelf and then text Don? I don't have that, like, what if I'm holding all that and there's, like, four kids right there? I would feel stupid. You know what I mean? Like, No. Oh, I would. No, yeah. no, no. Because I got what I wanted. And the other stuff that's there, I have, like, 14 boxes of that already. So, fam, you need to relax. No, right. no, no, I or bought you need them. To hurry up and get rid of this stuff. No, I bought them with the intention to resell them. I didn't buy them to open them. They're listed on eBay and StockX as we speak. Now they just get sold on StockX. They're getting double boxed. Anyways, the point of the story is, even kids who are like eight to ten years old, I'm assuming they have Instagram or Twitter or whatever, see the stuff that's happening and know like, oh yeah, we'll just grab them all. I don't like instead that. of that's just like when we were in the sneakers you know, little young whippersnappers were like oh my god like all them little geeks they were like 11 12 years old I mean some of them we knew personally remember them remember them young geeks what was his name Josh or something them like young little geeks we were selling them anything they were like packs for like 350 and stuff what was the name you remember them boys they I know were brothers you're talking about, but I'm not saying no names <laughs> But anyways, they were like, he was, I remember his she last was name. like, what do you need all of them? And he was like, because it's a new thing. And she was like, all right, go ask him how much they are. And they literally took all of them. And I told Don, like, fam, and then literally in the middle of texting, you little kids ran up and took everything. Sounds <laughs> just like Scottsdale. Uh, 50 Dunks coming out. You care? Everybody else is Absolutely somebody. not. It's a slow day. It's a slow news day for sneakers, fam. We did an interview. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm sure, I mean. You got it? Would you cop one and keep? Yeah, I'll try. I'm, I don't know if I'm keeping, but well, well, you had the probably the best one and then keep. No, the UNLV one's the best one. Which one did you have? The green? Yeah. You still got it? No. Oh, would you have kept the UNLV one? Uh, the shape of maybe. these dunks are different than me. The, the materials ones. of the first off white pack were nice, so, but I don't like that extra lace thing that goes around the side. You know, I don't like off white stuff. I know, but it's uh, stupid. I mean, I mean, this is all right to me. Regular UNLVs I, came out. If I still had them, I probably would have just been like, all right, here, trade, sell, whatever, and give me the regular UNLV. I don't 
dislike these. I just look at these. Like, I don't know. People, people mad. Like, they hate them. Who cares? Like, um, look, them joints is all right. I ain't no tripping comment. off of them. They cool. I don't think they suck. They just white dunks. You can't say they suck. White dunks. <laughs> what are you going to say? They got different color lace. They dunks. They cool. At least these aren't too... <laughs> Good lord, I can't even breathe. At least these aren't too bad. Three fifty before release. Too bad. Three fifty before release. Is that the new one? Yeah. How come the old one don't go down when like it a might? New one I haven't looked it up. What is it? They Did got any used ones on there? Probably because I take a a pretty beat pair of those for six hundred. That's probably how much they were. That's uh, probably how much they are. I'm, is there a beat pair of the new ones? Yeah. Anybody? <laughs> look, the dunks. I'm trying to get a pair and wear them joints. I look at this as a missed opportunity for Nike to do a GR and all these. All these should have been GR, and everybody have the opportunity to get an off white. It's okay to use a premier designer to do a GR for once in a while. That's how I look at it. That's it. Period. That's it. It's just a different color lace and a, a different color insole. Uh, we already talked about Space Jam pack, right? Oh, Space Jam eight pictures came out today. They're coming out with too many Space Jam sneakers for this movie or whatever. When did the Space Jam movie come out? The, and then the Space the Jam orange one supposed to be for the movie or no? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's wearing those in the movie. But when? Did, remember when Jordan Space Jam came out? How much further did the Space Jam Jordan come out? I think he already had worn it. Like but he then, had worn it. But yeah. when did like we could get it? It was a long time after it, wasn't it? No. You're talking about Concords, right? No, What's no, Space Jam? Oh, black Space and black. Jam. All blacks, that's right. Like, that know. was a really long time. I don't know. When did Space Jam movie come out? The the colorway that he 92? wore in the playoffs was different, though. I don't think it had Concord on it, because the Space Jams have Concord on the Or he had one with Concord, and then the Space Jam came out with Royal Blue or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Space Jam was in the movie with Royal Blue, but... No, no, I know, but what I'm saying 96. is the release one was different than the one he wore in the movie. I believe the no. color is different. There's the, yeah, the one the one he wore in the movie has Concord, and the other one has blue uh, or reverse, something like that. I don't know about that. Look it up, Google it. I'm pretty sure that's true. I'm about to look up the OG Jordan Space Jam. I kind of feel like because the movie came out in '96. Well, at least I know I can sell the high and and afford the low without having to add on top. So that's nice. Yeah, you should sell that high. And then you should vintage out <laughs> the other one. Wait a minute. Space Jams didn't come out till 2000? So four years later? Wow. And this is the, yeah, so that's the OG Space Jam. So it has royal, but the other one had, the one from the movie had purple. Had Concord. <sighs> There's a different, Google it. Just type it in Google. Space Jam, you know, production, same as movie or something. Jam, mm-hmm. Jordan. Shoe. I didn't even realize movie. these released today. Bright Mango Hirachi. I think they should hold off on the Space Jam LeBrons until the end of the year. The movie comes out. Oh, yeah, same one. It's Royal Blue. Here. The, um, yo, what's up with this phone? Boy, I'll tell you, boy. Cell phones be so weird. When you want to show somebody something, you be like, yo, fam, look at this. Phone break. Look at that. Same ones. Royal Blue in the back. I think all the colors in the background. Something's different. Maybe it's on the bottom. Nah, same ones. Yeah, they're the same ones. I had them. I'm not talking about the the one that came out. There was nothing different. They were authentic. Then the one he wore in the playoffs or whatever was different. There's one that's there's one that's different. I think the one he wore in the playoffs might have been a black jump man. Like I don't even think it was a Concord or whatever. You smoking? I don't know, man. I can't tell you. I think the LeBron Space Jam colorway should come out at the end of the year after the movie during Christmas time. Should come out the same time. They got about five they... LeBrons coming out for the Space Jam movie. Why right? did it take me to that page when I clicked on Jordan Eleven? <laughs> I thought uh, it was take me Jordan, to like another his, historical Jordan, page. Jordan Eleven comforts. Um, Four eighty for the whites. 
The highs? The highs. To sell? They were over 500 recently, but I guess they came down a little bit. Mm. But I mean, still here. So if I sell for 480, let's see. 480. I need them them natural gray ones. And I asked the plug, and he said he would try, but he never said nothing else again. So. Are you talking about Lowe's? Yeah. Which plug are you talking about? East Coast or West Coast? <laughs> Actually funny beef. <laughs> I asked the West Coast. Oh, I asked the West Coast a long. Oh, you got to say something again. I'll tell you right now. He doesn't care at all helping. Like he, you could ask him for every single shoe, and he'll just laugh right along with you. He don't care. And if I'm wrong, call me out, please. But I guarantee you. Did fam, you ask, fam? No. Like I said, he went to Beaverton to Nike campus and got Hannah something that was sold out. I don't think he cares about any of that stuff. Now, he might be like, I'll try, but as of today, there I might not be enough know. time now. But. I already ironed my shorts for him. So if I sell it for 480 on StockX, I'll get 427.20, and that'll be enough to buy me the lows. A resale pair? You pay the resale pair? You pay the resale for price white, for them? Yeah. yeah, because what I paid well, is just paid the price of the Saint white Charles. high, and I'll have money left over. You should sell a dunk thing. No. If I sell dunks, it's going in the back of my personal collection, my card fund that I need to repay. <laughs> Lord well, have mercy. I mean, there ain't, must be there's deep not a in real. Cards, nah. But when you lose two Xboxes on top of the cards, though, <laughs> then, then it becomes in StockX charges you $15. And the fact that they charge me $15 is what irks me more than anything because that box. As long as the stuff inside's not damaged, I probably can just open it tonight. I think it came back to the house tonight. I probably can open it and find something in there worth twenty dollars. I mean, I just it's just not it's not a good enough product for me to like like what there I will laugh if there's a Trevor Lawrence autograph in that box. I mean, I would laugh too. And that's gonna go half on it. What if Trevor Lawrence is in there and it has it cut in half because a man sat on the box. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be heated. I would just sell the st- sticker autograph and fam, I would sue UPS or whoever. I would lose my mind. Oh, um, well, I believe that. And he throw fifty touchdowns this year. <laughs> fifty touchdowns a rookie would be amazing. He'd already be at the. If he F- knew that, Ricardo might just jump up off a bridge. Uh, I think that's all I got. NBA playoffs, obviously. You know, okay. So I'm gonna just say this right now. Dak Jordan Brand. Regardless of how fire. Uh, touchdown Jesus man is and now I didn't even realize he's not super Mormon but I thought he was not Mormon at all he's Mormon see there you go exactly oh you talking about yeah, not, not uh, Lawrence Bruce Edwards what's uh, his name Jets man yeah Edward Scissorhands Brian Edwards what's his name <laughs> Edwards it's not Edwards what fam uh, Luke Fickle I don't know it ain't Edwards though whatever uh, Carson Daly uh, whatever his name is Zach Wilson Zach Wilson oh, that was close oh, kind of I was in a ballpark. So no, he could throw thirty touchdowns and have five interceptions. And if Lawrence has thirty-five and like two, Ricardo will still be mad. That's just how. That's the kind of fan he is. Guarantee you. I don't think he's gonna be that good. No, he's gonna be good. Zach Wilson. Yes. Now he might have gone to the wrong franchise. That's the problem. But he's gonna be fire. Now Darnold, I think, still gonna be fire. Be completely honest with you. No, just in general, like at some point in his career, because they're not. Didn't Carolina draft another quarterback too? No, I don't think they're tied. Or oh no, because they gave up a second round pick for yeah, him, right? Okay, yeah. So they, maybe they are tied him. Look, I don't want to do NFL 
taste yet, but I mean, we we got to talk about something NBA is telling me some point. Something is telling me that the Chiefs might go. No, they're not. Don't do that. What's the what's the how many games this year? Seventeen. Yeah, Chiefs might go ten and seven, eleven and six. Don't do that. Uh, I'm telling you, Don't do I that. got a feeling. Uh, I got. He's a trying to feeling. tell me he's picking the Bucks to win the Super Bowl again. I said, fam, do you know when Ooh. the last time there was a repeat champion? It's the it's literally the Bucks. Who Rico? Picking the Bucks? For, he said that. Yes, he's until further notice. I'm picking the Bucks to win the championship until every year. Notice. So, fam, when's the last time there was a repeat champion? I'm not. I making said Tom my Brady. Pick yet. How many years has Tom Brady played? Twenty one. He has six or seven rings. That means he loses more than he wins. Don't do that Tom Brady wins every year stuff, all right? He has a memorable face. Pause. Did you not hear anything? (laughs) I did. He loses twice as much as he wins. So what does that tell you? I'm not making my The team was like, what, six and ten before he got there? Seven and nine? That's a mediocre team with Tom Brady and Gronk on top. Now, they got good wide receivers, but other than that, and good defensive line. Other than that, mm. Dookie sandwich. But Chiefs, I think I'm gonna go ten and seven. Nah, you this just, year maybe eleven and six. There ain't no way. And the Super Bowl winner Man, will my, my team's be in the same division. I know better. There's start no with way. With cow and with boys. Well, I mean, there's no sense in even debating with you on that. We got better on defense. We got a quarterback back, and he signed with Jordan Brand. You don't believe any of that. We back. You don't believe any of that. We back. I have a Dak Prescott really expensive card coming back soon, graded, so I hope he's fire. I'll give you a honey. It'll <clears throat> be worth quite a bit more well, than that. All right, well, that was your way to get out of the trouble. <laughs> that was your way to yes. get out the red. One, dot, one uh, Benjamin, one crispy Benjamin is my way to get out. All right. Before we get out of here, NBA playoffs. Yes, Suns. Phoenix Suns, fam. All right, yes, you wore that shirt just because of them. Purple shirt. Fam, I have never, I haven't seen complete basketball like that since Garnett Celtics. Since 1986. And since, (laughs) there was another team, and since Spurs, since Spurs era. They are playing proper basketball. Proper. Yeah, them in Utah. I didn't realize Utah lost last night. Utah really isn't. Conley was out. Utah really is. Donovan Mitchell's having to do way too much. I mean, for Utah. they had a pretty Throughout easy go year, of it until the last two games. Throughout the year, they were playing that proper basketball. They until were shooting the lights out games. everywhere. Fam, Chris Paul is playing point guard. That's it. Point guard. You know what Chris Paul is doing? I made a shot from there. Let me shoot from there again. Let me shoot from there again. And, shoot, and you make it. Nine shots in a row from mid range? First of all, mid range shot is still forever, to me, be the hardest shot in basketball. Long two, okay. not mid-range, long two. Well, yeah. I mean, not like in the middle of the key, but like, you know, I'm talking about top of the whatever. Yeah, people don't shoot 22-footers anymore because they shouldn't shoot 22-footers. U of A product is playing center. That's it. He's playing center. He ain't doing nothing weird. He ain't trying nothing new. He ain't listening to nobody. He ain't watching to see what Giannis do different at the seven at, at seven feet tall. He ain't watching to see what KD do. He's saying, you know what? I'm tall. I put the ball in the hoop. Shooting like 85% from the field. Freaking balling. Devin Booker is a shooting guard. He's just on the wing, ready to shoot the ball. Balling. Still got a little bit of turnover issues at times. Balling. Now, Crowder, power four, small four, what he's doing, but he makes the shot no, timely. No, he's the one who's balling. He's ball- Every single player on the Suns is balling. There isn't one player that's been whack. Fam, I do not like Kimber uh, Payne whatsoever. Kimber Payne's been whack. No, not in this. Not I'm for the Sunday playoffs. He has been. Fam. They they were down 
to the Lakers or lost game, whatever it was. They were down two to one because he was so whack. Oh no, he's had a couple bad. I'm not games. talking about like this series now. I'm talking about like once. And a- the Lakers when he balled too. No, 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 we were there. Huh? huh? We were there. They lost that game. I said he's bald. They, 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 no, no, no. He, he he went until a certain point where people thought he was balling, and then he had like nine bad shots and eight turnovers in a row. He lo- they lost that game because he was so whacked down the stretch. Bridges. Mm. Yes, which I'll take credit for. He's said special. that two years ago. He ain't extremely special I yet. I said two years ago but he's, he's something fired. special. Sam, what did I no, tell you? No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You said he's a future all-star. No, I right. didn't. I said he will play in the NBA. No, Two no. years ago when he came to the no. league, I said he'll play in the NBA 20 years, 3 and D. Your exact words were, he's a future all-star. I probably said me. that after I said my first take. My first take is he'll play in the league 3 and D for 20 years or whatever it is. A long career, longer than people think. Oh, Then once I saw him balling, then I probably said that. And you know what? All you geeks need to grow up. No? I posted like some Sun stuff in the in the storyline. Yo, now you post this Sun stuff. Fam, I wasn't posting other team stuff. I root for the Sun. I got ties to a lot of teams. If you think I'm not going to support the Suns for the place the longest I've ever lived for in my life. The Suns win a championship. I'm gonna be out there butt naked in the street too. I don't care. Mm-hmm. All right, not me. I'm I don't be, care. You know. I'm gonna be out there wilding out. I love the I mean, Suns. I, all right? I love the Suns. I was clapping. I love the Warriors. I love the Lake. I love teams that have had a part in my life, integral part in my life. I love the Dodgers. I love the Giants. I love the A's. Dodgers is my team because of me and my dad grew up on that first. But I've been to so many San Francisco games that built me in A's games and Warriors and Blazers and this and that and that and that. And that. So don't tell me who I can root for. Anybody still tell me, yo, the bandwagon. Shut up. You're too old for that. You know? And Homeboy Mans is a legend. Sons and four and beat up two dudes. Fam, come on. And his, and his girlfriend I mean, black? He's a fool. He's a hero. He's a fool, but he is a legend. He's There's a no hero. doubt about that. You beat up two people in a higher role than you, you're a legend. Fam. Because if that was me, all I would have gone like this, like pushed him, he would have flopped. It would have the video would have been him toppling over down the entire embankment. I mean, <laughs> I mean I've the, never seen in a funny video in my entire life. At the very least, if I was one of them cats in the upper, I would have dove on him. And we all just would have went tumbling down. Them cats tried to you know how long your reach has to be to go from up to down like that? Even from down to up like that. Once he grabbed Homeboy and gave him the Nolan Ryan <laughs> the treatment, and Homeboy was already stunned because he just sat there in his arm. He wasn't even struggling to get out. Homeboy did something for. I was like, about to say Robin Thicke. What's the name? Robin, Robin Ventura. Ventura. <laughs> Robin, Thicke. Robin Thicke probably needed a few of them too because he was some slime. But uh, yeah, he is. His son's getting to the championship. Against the Clippers or the Spurs. They have a harder time with the Clippers than nah, the Jazz. They nah. have a harder time with the Clippers. They swept the Jazz this season. They'll beat the brakes off the, off the Clippers in the series. Um, jazz, it depends if Conley's there. It's the series that I've wanted to see from the very beginning of the playoffs. Jazz, fully healthy. Suns, fully healthy. is a seven-game series, and it will be, like, fantastic offense and fantastic. This will be the weirdest series ever because it will be, like, teams that are good on offense and good on defense playing, and there's, like, no... There's like normally there's a weakness somewhere on the floor. There's no weakness when they play each other because it's like fire defense, fire offense on both teams. Chris Paul wins a championship. Greatest point guard of all time. It's the weirdest. If you consider Magic Johnson a point guard, no. Um, he'll be rated a lot higher. Top five. He's already rated a lot higher statistically than people give him credit for. Like I've talked about on the show before, he's actually a top ten player of all time statistically, uh, from e- efficiency statistic standpoint. If he wins a championship with this Suns team, it'll be number one, the weirdest championship of all time. For of, for like, it'll be the weirdest circumstance of someone winning a championship who was a Hall of Famer before they won the championship. If Chris, because he's played on teams that people will consider better teams, even though this Suns team 
from like an efficiency statistic is probably a lot better than people give him the credit for. So it's weird to me that he that of all the teams he's been on, this is the team that might win the championship. What's crazy is he won the championship with this team, and let's say he's like satisfied with that and leaves and tries to go to the Lakers or somewhere else. It wouldn't shock me if this team didn't make the playoffs next year. It wouldn't shock me whatsoever that way too. Like I'm still not like I feel well, like they still need to draft a point guard. I don't think that's changed. Chris Paul's old. He's not in the league forever. Like you still have to draft a point guard and then and then keep your other core forever. together. The Suns, I'm I'm just proud of them as a basketball team. Like, they're just playing basketball. That's what I like. They're playing the basketball I like to see. And if they make threes, they shoot them and make them. And then they, like, make them. And if they miss, they don't shoot them again. That's the one thing I will give credit for. They don't shoot them again. There's the one thing I, no, no, no. Shots. There's the one thing I give credit for Devin Booker. Devin Booker never gets caught up in the three-point shot. Never. He shoots off the dribble. He does. Th- he, yes, he, but he takes a lot of bad shots or bad possessions in general. Does, yeah, 100%. But I don't think I, like I said, Garnett, Celtics, and any of those Spurs team, I haven't seen better basketball. And theirs is a little bit more exciting than the Spurs. No, some of those no, Warriors teams no, were. No, 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 no. They I'm about better basketball. They won championships without KD, so they had to play good basketball. I mean, they're playing uh, defense you know, and you're right. offense. I will say the one year when did Curry win MVP with KD or without him? No, without, without him. him. 15, that year, 16. It was that one, one of the year, greatest yeah. NBA that one seasons year, in NBA history. Yeah, that one year, that was some good basketball. And that's because they were younger, moved the ball around. They had Bogut. They had... Uh, green, they got clay, all of them. The basketball is superb. It is phenomenal. I can't say it's Monty Williams yet because I don't know. I mean, Monty Williams, uh, coach comes in, everybody looks glorious when you got a CP3 and you got and you balling like like if he's gone, I don't know. But I like Monty Williams as a person from just what I know. He's been in the league forever. We watch Monty Williams play basketball. Like you know, I mean, he's coached on like various teams in the league and you know, including. New Orleans and stuff like that. So, I don't know, man. I don't know who's coming out the East because if Kyrie's hurt and if Harden don't get his act together, I would love to say KD can carry that entire Nets team by himself, but I don't know. He KD. Huh? Who won? Did you look it up? Uh, Should well, be over by now. Somebody texted and said, yo, KD is going H-E-A-M-A-M. <laughs> oh, the Nets did win. Oh, they won? Yay. Oh, yeah, then the Bucks are done. If you can't beat them, what? Well, Triple three. double 49, 17, and 10. No. <laughs> By KD? Yes. Somebody said KD Rookie couldn't guards. do it. Oh, Dude, my God. 49, 17, and 10? I mean, homeboy on Twitter. I said, Giannis was balling uh, too, but. Uh, but fam, yeah. hold on. Let me go back to this tweet. I'm not even going to read Jeff what he responded because I didn't respond 27. to him. This cat, this is what I said. This is why I said this cat. This cat said. Holding probably the best score, KD, to nine points in the fourth quarter isn't amazing. I said 15 years, 11 teams, and four teams overseas. But this game, a single game, has garnished your respect and a tweet and unwavering amazement for P.J. Tucker. I said in the next singular game, one game at a time, KD scores 40, then what happens? KD scores 49, (laughs) 17, and 10 in a playoff game. Stop it. And I was watching first take, and they were saying, that ah, we don't know if KD could carry a team. KD is coming off a torn Achilles. Stop it. Stop it, <laughs> P.J. Tucker. What P.J. Tucker have? I didn't even look. Let me. Uh, don't worry about it. I got it. I got P.J. Tucker stats on notification. I got a ding. ding. All right. You relax. That's how, you know, that's how I get playoff P.J. Tucker stats up so quick. Ding. <laughs> P.J. Tucker. Looking at baseball stuff. P.J. Tucker, 33 minutes, zero points, 
zero assists, four rebounds, five fouls. <laughs> five fouls. What did Giannis have? Who Giannis balled out too? I told you he did. Thirty-four. Yeah, he fouled out though. Mm. Yeah, that's what. You, mm. That's what you get. That's what you get. Uh, Twitter person talk about some PJ Tucker. I got nothing else, George. You got anything else? Um, the only other thing I was gonna say is, I don't know if I was talking about with you about when. I know I said it in a couple threads, and everyone loves Booker pulling up in these like classic, <laughs> like nineteen like seventies and eighties cars because they think it's like he's tougher or something when he pulls up in these cars. And I was like, "Fam, he's twenty's a child. He's twenty four. He knows nothing about this stuff." And other texts I get back are like, "What? If, what if his dad was a mechanic?" Like. Fam, did you see his social media? He literally retweeted or shared on his story uh, Warren Lotus t-shirts with the Suns. Okay? Now, I understand he's a Suns player, but he is a child and a fool retweeting Warren Lotus t-shirts. That shows how much of a fool he is. And he knows. I understand that. But he knows absolutely nothing about any of these cars. And (laughs) anyone who is, like, arguing for him that, like, I dead serious people texting me that back. Like, what if his dad was a mechanic and he learned? Just you can. It's okay to admit when someone's a fire basketball player and you're a big fan that, like, yo, he ain't got no business pulling up in them cars. It don't make him cooler or, like, Ah, tougher. Nah. Not tougher. But there's something about. Nah. Especially nah. when you out there retweeting. If listen, if you ain't retweeting like yeah, yeah. Uh, nerd shirts who, who scamming the entire sneaker industry, that's my point. Is he's still a child? He's twenty four. He don't know You're nothing. Right, but there's something about just go out there and being, win games. There's All something right? about being young, rich, and pulling up in a in a cutty. No, there's All not. Right. Oh yeah, no, it is. Not. Yeah, no, it is. Not. It's like you know what? Now we're older, no, but not. like if I was twenty eight and I pulled up in, in what's the car, Lincoln Continental from like Entourage, and the door opens up like that, stop it. No, no, it's something you, special. No, about no, it. if you thirty five and you do that, cool. Nah, nah, nah. If yes. I'm that old and do it, I'm just experienced. But if I'm young. No, it's dumb to me. Nah, no, it's dumb. dumb. It's dumb. You just trying. Now show, thinking he's tougher. You just trying to show off or do PJ whatever. PJ Tucker is. I mean, not PJ Tucker. Uh, Barry. Listen, Gordy. what's his name? People, BJ, BJ Bucker. <laughs> whatever name is. If people weren't hyping him up just for doing that, he's just driving a car, fam. It's, Devin it's okay. Booker, you don't got to hype him up. Devin Booker is such a unique human being. Like people forget that he's the one that like came through with that elevator with that bandana on his mouth when they was when they were jumping them. them uh, engineer students was jumping the Suns player in the elevator. In the hotel, Devin Booker came through with a bandana on his face, ready to go in the elevator. You've seen the video, uh, maybe, but yeah, you've seen that. that That's one too. Devin Booker always ready to scrap on the court for some odd reason. He got the biggest chip <laughs> on his shoulder of all time. Now it may be I have earned. No idea why? It may be earned because like he doesn't really get his respect like he does because he is on the Suns. But you come to the playoffs for the very first time ever, and you play like Devin Booker's been playing. He's gonna be an All Star. Well, so in the in the bubble last year, he showed he that did. he had like the stones or whatever you want to call did. it. But there was argument whether they should have been there in the first place, and they won eight in a row. Like they were the very last team to be said, like you know, you want to come to the bubble? I didn't. You they got didn't invite them to the bubble. They fam. did. They invited a certain amount of teams based on their record. Yeah, but they didn't go like, yo, do you want to come? Well, they you know just what I mean. Made, they made was like, the well, you know, your record does say you can't be here. You, I, and they was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Suns could have been like, yeah, you know what, it ain't worth it. Look, I'm pretty sure the Suns could have been like, we declined. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty positive. If teams know they can make the playoffs and they have a, like what already good pieces in place, they're probably going to go to the bubble. All right. <laughs> 
They're not saying no. Devin Booker is on his way. And for the record on this podcast, I no did one can say, say Devin listen, Booker might be a top 10 basketball listen, player of all time. Do I don't didn't. Do that. Don't do that. Don't let me go back to the archives. I, I said that about him I didn't say, and Giannis. I didn't say you didn't do that. Oh, okay. I said don't do that now because you've had plenty of moments in between criticizing Booker. So don't do that. Oh, yeah. His game is don't weird do, sometimes. Don't do But you know what it is? Uh-huh. No, you know what it is? Just don't do that. No, you know what it is? Just don't he do, had no point guard. Just don't because do you know that. what he is? He's a shooting guard. No, no. They play their position so Gregory, well. Gregory, just don't do that. Don't try to take credit after you've been hating in the interim. So, to go back. And I hate was right because you said it too. He throws turnovers and Andrew said okay. it too. He I'm gonna, turnovers the weirdest time ever. I'm going to clarify everything. Booker deserves all the credit in the world for where the Suns are at. Now, we know they're there because of Chris Paul. But Booker and whoever else on the team playing well, especially Crowder and uh, Cameron Johnson. No one thought he'd be relevant, this good, whatever. They thought, fam, they, he was like 23 already when they drafted him. Those kind of picks I normally don't work out. I went back and looked out. up what you said. I guess people, I didn't know people trashed the pick, but people were going bad at the pick. And he's playing pretty good. Of course they were. So He needs a haircut. Booker does, oh, a lot of guys need haircuts in the NBA. Uh, I got a barber. <laughs> <laughs> and he's here in Phoenix, local, so all the sons can go. He gives fire haircuts, even to old white men, too. <laughs> Yes. Um, Booker deserves all the credit in the world for how the Suns are playing. Family just swept in the second round. That's fire. Swept the MVP. But you still, that's the thing with fans, is you can say all that and still be like, yo, don't turn the ball over. Stop dribbling too much. You can still say those things. So don't Don't try to chastise me. Don't try. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying, I'm not talking about you. I'm saying when you were like, I didn't say Booker was top 10. No, no, fam. But in the middle between then and now, you said a lot of stuff that that would make him not in the top 10. It was coaching. (laughs) All right. And if PJ Tucker ever get good, you're going to say the same thing. Coaching. If PJ Tucker ever gets good, you be heated because that'd be just like Verlander (laughs) going to the Astros getting good because it's impossible. Nah, that's different. How the heck is that different? P.J. Tucker? No, P.J. Tucker played for 15 years. He no, gets good? No, no, because Verlander was like already a superstar at one point and then went down and then became like a better superstar. P.J. Tucker never been a superstar, so it's like, eh, I don't care. He ain't important enough. <laughs> Anyways, back to the the Booker point. You can be, you can give all the praise in the world and still be like, yo, but you need to improve on A, B, and C. So my thing is like, don't turn it over. Stop over dribbling. You guys will still be fire. You'll be even better. And also, stop pulling up them games in them cars. Well, that's it. That's it. <laughs> stop being a nerd and retweeting. Uh, He's on the shirt. Uh, I get it. Uh, I was about to say CJ Mosley. What's his name? PJ Walker. Look, I don't understand. What's his name? Fred Lotus. Defraud man. Yeah, I there don't you under- go. You know what? We got to get to the bottom of it. You know, I'm going to message Warren Lotus and be like, can you, we live in Arizona. Can you please tell us what the connection is with the Phoenix <laughs> Like, I don't get it. He might be Sarver's son. He got to be something. Though. It was, to me, it was better when they were doing the stuff with Manor. Like, can it, why don't Booker just Way retweet, better. retweet stuff with Manor? But I think that was, um. Fuck Lotus Man. What's his name? <laughs> I know he don't cuss on this a show tsunami, that much, tsunami? or at least not as you, we used to do. Fuck Warren Lotus, all right? <laughs> What's, um, Tsunami Man on the Warriors now? That was a lot of his Manor stuff. Who? You know, the. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sun Supermodel. Uh, yeah, left handed, ugly hair man. Whatever his man. Sun Supermodel. Yeah, but wasn't, I thought it was Booker, him, and somebody else was like Valley Aiden. Boys or whatever. It was Aiden. Aiden. Aiden's too tall to be a Ulrich. Valley Boy. <laughs> You can't have a center be a model. Though. That's weird. He just can't be cool. He tries to. He be trying to wrestle fist too, but he just can't. He was out there dancing at practice and everybody retweeting it. Worst thing I ever seen. Wearing a twenty three sneaker, you just can't. Like, <laughs> and he had shoe stretchers. Like Jokic was showing his sneakers, and it was a twenty, and he had a, sh- or a, a fifteen, and he had a shoe stretcher. And I was like, that's still too little for you. And they don't make sixteens. Anyways, 
I got nothing else. Appreciate about Life Soccer Podcast. Come Remember, go check out. Come on the DL again. Yeah. Oh, you got, oh, with what? This. Shoulder? Hamstring. Oh. Um, let's need this. Pop, 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 pop.